Welcome to the first free two hours of the BingeCast on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first two hours of the BingeCast for free. For only $5 a month, premium members receive the full binge. The entire four-hour show available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. And they'll get early access to the show 24 hours before everyone else. Sign up at patreon.com slash binge media to join us today for only $5 a month. And now, the BingeCast. The Binge Cast. They drink a lot, so let's talk about the Binge Cast. Books and flicks, TV roundup. We we'll all got stuck in a minivan. Moreno's drunk and he's Mexican. Where the fuck is Anna? Where the fuck is Anna? Flip flops, what he's wearing? What the fuck you wearing? Yeah, they're drinking a lot. Some cuz got all the pot. The bitch cast. 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 They never will spoil the end. The bitch cast. Spoiler alert, Batiens. And you know the scene they forgot about. Moreno and Law rehabs calling now. Where the fuck is Emma? Where the fuck is Emma? Bigfoot is what is chasing. Hair is fucking dreaded. Yeah, they're drinking a lot. Supka's got all the pot. The bitch cast. The bench cast, the bench cast, the bench cast. The bench cast, the bench cast, the bench cast. The bench cast, the bench cast, the bench cast. Oh, I'm waiting for a, like a, like a, you know, what I mean? <laughs> or a fart noise at the end. Yeah, something. Like hey, welcome <laughs> to the bench cast. My name is Jamal here with Pete MC. What's going what's on? A, what's happening? What's happening? Um, nothing. I had a rough week. We'll get into that. Um, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, you know, it just concluded with the audio issues we had before recording. It's just been a, a ridiculous, they, that what I had this week plays yeah. into what just happened. So I'll have to explain that to oh. you in a minute. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that, um, other than that, we got, you know, some TVs and movies and stuff to talk about. Um, not yeah. a lot this week, though, eh? Really slow week. Slow, a lot of, a lot of releases, movie releases on, yeah. on that, um, website you gave me. I think there was like eight or oh. nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but, you know, I wasn't going to check out all of those. Mm-mm. But we did, uh, did you go to the theater? Yeah, yeah, we got all a right. couple. All right, so we, uh, we did go, you and I both went to the theater. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. What'd you watch? That's right. We got. Uh, we just got one voicemail. One I believe. voicemail. That'd be fun. Um, and then we get the full binge after. Um, so the quicker we get you there, that'll be exciting. What is the <laughs> binge? You asked. Oh, that's our uh, extra show for our Patreon subscribers. You can go to Patreon.com/slash/BingeMedia and you can sign up. Five bucks a month. You get the full binge and all of our extra content. Stuff like uh, Jack might do his own show once in a while. There might be a wake and bake. Mm-hmm. There might be a PWC commentary. Um, and, of course, the full binge every week. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, now, this week, 
there's a commentary, right? Yes. You and I, you uh, and I were not invited to play on the commentary, were we? Oh, we were, but we couldn't make it. Correct. We, we were invited. Um, yeah, it was uh, Jack and Alex did a commentary for The Departed. Oh, see, now this is going to be a good one, ladies and gentlemen, because when we went to Boston to see a certain band play. Yeah. Um, Jack was very, very excited. Like he showed up at like seven in the morning the night after you guys played. And we're I don't even know if it was the night after you played. It might have been. Uh-huh. And he was so raring to go to show me all the sights and sounds. And some of those sights and sounds in Boston were filming areas for The Departed. So he's very into The Departed. He's going to be very excited in this commentary. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to that. Mm-hmm. And it was like tying into the whole um, St. Patty's yeah. week. So uh, There you go. There's I'm that. Sure. I'm sure uh, that's going to be a good listen. So that's uh, Full Binge right after this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's uh, – well, let me tell you about my week first. Yeah, please. Um, so Tuesday – like okay so monday night at work i got all the weekend stuff so i'm good right tuesday night there was not much there's like i didn't have anything basically to watch right so i decided to remember the conversation we had last week about um the thing about pam being a network show oh yeah that's right well that angered me (laughs) well was i right or was i wrong i think i think you're right i still haven't (laughs) still haven't confirmed it but i think you're right because um, on the bottom corner of the episode, is, it just says the NBC logo, right? Like it's not Peacock or anything. Anyways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt tricked. Mm. Um, not, you know, I have no justification for that feeling, but I just felt tricked. Uh, so I went and I downloaded the book that it's based on and I listened to the entire book. Oh, on wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's called Bone Deep and it's about all about this this case, this Pam uh what the fuck's her name? Dunn? Pan? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, and um, actually, I got about, it's about, it was about 12 hours. I got most of it done Tuesday. So then Wednesday I came in and I finished it. And then I let, and then I'm like, okay, I got a couple things here I can watch. Let's watch it. Yeah. So open up the laptop, hook up headphones, blah, 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 blah. My Bluetooth isn't working. Oh boy. Um, I have extra Bluetooth stuff, but I'm like. Is this for the headphones, the Bluetooth? Yeah. Okay. And it's it's not working on these headphones. So I'm like, I have other ones in my bag, but they're older and I'd have to charge them for a couple hours. I'm like, just fuck it, whatever. So I'll just go look for another. I'll finish whatever I have to read. I'll get another book. I'll just get it. So that was Tuesday. Yeah. So Wednesday, I mean, before I leave for work, I grab a different pair of headphones. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so this, this would be good. So... I fucking Wednesday I go in and those headphones don't work. So I my Bluetooth on my laptop's dead. Like it's completely done. Like I don't know I don't have anything. Um you have a busted Bluetooth, yeah. I can't watch anything. It just it just doesn't work anymore. Um so now I'm fucked. Now I go home on Thursday mm-hmm. and I have to fucking figure out what's wrong with my laptop. And I had, so I thought I'll update it to Windows 11. Oh. So I updated my laptop to Windows 11. It's all shiny and new and all that. Uh-huh. Apparently, my settings for recording didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned my laptop on, laptop on tonight to record with Pete. I heard nothing for a good. 20 minutes didn't know what was going on and it was a uh, quicker fix than some other audio problems we've had in the past yeah but other times we're, we're we're working so like that you can hear my audio and we can get it perfect and i can do a recording i just did the bare minimum tonight i was just like i just want to hear what he's saying <laughs> <laughs> no, 
no reporting on my end. Nothing. All right. Well, it, all right. It didn't sound as terrible as you. I was expecting it to be. So. Oh, it, was, it was horrible feeling though when you're stuck at work and I'm sure. And you know I got <laughs> wrong. Tuesday. Tuesday, I just didn't listen to anything. Wednesday's the night I found out my one headphones didn't work. Thursday's the night I found out my other headphones don't work. So it was three days I didn't watch anything. I didn't watch anything at work, Pete. Do you understand what that's like? Uh, no, I don't watch no. anything at work. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I do know what that means, but I don't know what it means to lose it. That's brutal. Yeah, I bet that. I bet you that. that, that and then sucks. last night at work, oh, Michigan game on. Uh-huh. Let me say something. I would, this game was so amazing, and I'm listening to it just on a streaming app, whatever. Yeah. I was dripping sweat while listening to this game at work. Like, like awkwardly fucking spewing sweat off my body. I must have looked like I was fucking seriously like I had the worst case of COVID plus <laughs> Plus AIDS is a disease because I had it last night. And I'm fucking screaming and I'm bumping my fists. And in my head, right, the, the game's loud and the crowd's cheering. And I can only imagine what I look like to the guy down the line. Yeah, you're matching me. the volume that you're listening to. Yeah. But to everyone else, you're a psychopath. <laughs> oh, it's fucking. But it was a great night. It was a great game. And they won. And I was fucking sweating. And it was awesome. Happy for <sighs> Arch Madness. Remember, it's remember, we did a tournament last week. That was fun. Great tournament. Uh, fictional, fictional? No, there were some real people in there. Shut up. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, movie athletes. Yes, that's um, what the bracket was. That, yeah, that was last week's Patreon people. So if you want to listen to that, we love our tournaments. And uh, yeah, man, I was bombed last week. I for that's the first time in a long time I've drank. I had like eight tall boys. I was just like. That was the first time in a long time we did uh, the, the two shows back to back. Yeah, that's probably yeah. why. Too. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, a lot of fun, though. A lot of fun. A lot, lot of fuzz the next morning. Hmm. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's get to uh, the show. Shall we do that voicemail? Sure. Let's do it. Let's call Google Voice. Let's call that Mexican. Let's call P.M.C. Yeah, and that drunk Canadian. Oh, maybe I'll call seven zero eight four six nine five four six. Suck on my balls. Just suck my fucking balls. <laughs> he does miss a, a number in that phone number. Um, oh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> He goes uh, 708469546. It's 708406. So he misses the zero between four and six. Does he say O, though? Does it say 406? The Do first one is first. There we go. Eight four six nine five four six. Oh yeah. <laughs> Eight four six. <laughs> Has he ever noticed that before? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Think, I think he's noticed. So don't call that number. Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. 
It's the number to call. Yes. The binge cast. Call us with a review, a question, a concern, or a game, or trivia, and uh, yes. play it live on the show and answer it and discuss it. Oh, yeah. Oh, so deep. All right. We only got one this week. Let's see who it's from. Hey, right. guys. Alex, A-L-E-X. <laughs> Listen to the uh, tournament. Mm. Pretty good stuff. Um, fuck basketball. I don't know why you guys are so high on that movie. What? I remember watching it maybe half a time thinking this is really, really shitty. It's basically the Cartman voice on a real person. So fuck that movie. Um, so yeah, Coop, I don't even know who that is. Uh, the fact that you slighted Roy Hobbs pretty consistently, mm. you slighted Jesus Shuttlesworth. Jesus! I mean, those guys, they would fuck up. Little measly coop. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess the only good thing out of this is that fucking watch Back to School again. Yeah. Robert Downey is so weird. So yes. weird in that movie. If it was Dunka, he'd be like a hundred millionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming Coop went deep in the tournament. I don't remember Coop going that deep. Did he go deep? I think so. He was definitely I would say elite eight. Oh, my God. Really? He had to have. I do remember you guys voting out Roy Hobbs right at the beginning, and I was not happy about it either. <laughs> so. I don't know who he was up against, so I can't. Uh, it was something really dumb, and you guys fucking. You don't know that. It was dumb. It was really you dumb. You don't remember last week, remember? <laughs> I'll pull that shit up right now, and it is dumb. <laughs> No, if you want to listen to it, if I want to listen to it, I got to go back and right. listen to it. I got to pay five bucks a month and go <laughs> listen to that show. Um, but the the whole thing, his problem with basketball, I mean, I guess, look, if you're not in the mood for it, um, and it's not, he does the Cartman voice literally one time in the movie. It's he, I don't know what he's talking about. It's not the whole movie he's doing the Cartman voice. Correct. It's, There's that, yeah. one, that one psych out. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yes, that's it. <sighs> I hey, fucking love them. It's so dumb. Like it. Oh, I'm always in the mood when I watch it. it I think it's all the. De- I think it all depends on when you saw it. It's like somebody like I don't know showing somebody maybe in their 40s Napoleon Dynamite now or something. It, it's like one yeah. of those movies where you're like, ah, that just doesn't resonate with me right now. Right. It would have when I was 16. You know, something like that. We, 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 like our friends, we saw it probably just after college, maybe in college. I don't know. Um, but we would quote that thing. Oh my God. Yep. Every, we could not hang around and, and we had a guy that hung around with us that looked just like squeak. Like he's super short and he's, (laughs) and I swear to God, we couldn't hang out one night without someone saying, wake up, bitch. You're my new best friend. (laughs) We would fucking say it every single night. You know what's oh, funny? Have you ever played it, basketball? No, we have never actually never ever played it. Ah, oh, it would be uh, kind of funny to see if we could actually. I mean, it's, I don't know what we would do for the psychouts. I guess you could just yell at the person. Yeah, I mean, and it's hard to get a grasp on the rules because they don't really ever really <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Like it's not written down anywhere. <laughs> well, I'm sure you know you can you and Alex could come up with some great rules, and the yeah. sports guys. Oh, maybe a Lollapalooza. We we fucking play Just basketball. Do a, a basketball game. That'd be fucking amazing. Alex Green sitting on the sideline kicking dirt. <laughs> <laughs> what is this based off of? What's this game? Why does everyone talk like Cartman? <laughs> we 
everyone's just going, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, all right, Keen. Thanks, thanks for uh, our lone call this week. Oh, let's see. It's a slow week everywhere, not just movie watching. Ones. Yeah, it was a, a dump, a dump week in March right now. Oh, weird. All right, let's get. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I wanted to talk about something before we get the TV roundup. Okay. Uh, this week, my wife and I we went to a, a show this week. I don't know if you want to talk about, it, or we can talk about it real quick. I don't have to harp on it too long. Yeah. But it was, um, it was Colin Mockery. It was a improv show with a twist. So it was called Hipprov. So it was a hypnosis slash improv show. Okay. Okay. So it's Colin Mockery and a hypnotist. And they they invite 20 people on the stage from the audience. You could just mm-hmm. run up. Whoever runs up there and gets in the 20 seats first right. gets to sit there. And it took like five minutes for fucking people to get up there. Everyone was like nervous. And this is when I was texting you and you're like, go up there, you bitch. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> was there like, as a mad dash to get up there? Like, were there I people think the that first, didn't get seats? The first 10 people were dashing. And then okay. it was very slow to get like the next 10 up there. Like, I could have went up there five different times in five oh. different minutes to go up there. Fuck. All right. But I'm just like. I'm just too aware of my surround. Like I'm hyper aware. Like I would have co- like if this guy spoke weird, I would have like latched onto that and not be hypnotized. <laughs> or maybe that would have really hypnotized. Me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So out of the twenty people, he does like his whole intro routine of like listen to my voice, uh, da da da, and then he picks. He whittles right. that down to five. Yeah. And then he kicks fifteen people off. So then five people are left on stage, and those five are actually hypnotized at this moment. Right. Um, so then Colin comes out after all that. He's not on stage this whole time. Then he comes out and then he asks the audience for different cues and suggestions and stuff like that. And then does a scene with the people that are hypnotized. Yeah. OK. So one scene would be um, one of the persons – one of the people that's uh, hypnotized has to propose to Colin mockery. Um, while they're about to jump out of a plane, but they can't propose. He can't propose to Colin until Colin sits down. Like that's like the cues the hip- hip- hypnotist gave the guy. So right. he's like, "All right, you're awake." So they're all like on a plane, the two of them, yeah. and like Colin's about to sit down. He's like, "Colin, uh, you know, let me. Uh, I want to ask you a question." He goes to say, "He's like, will you?" And then Colin jumps up real quick, but because he can't <laughs> ask him until he's uh, sitting. And then they jump out of the plane. They're holding hands together and they're they're flapping their arms and stuff like that. Like it was it was funny. I just don't. I've never been hypnotized. I don't know anyone that has been hypnotized. Any of like my friends. So I can't ask anyone like how it works. Does it work? Like mm-hmm. I, there was something. There was something where I'm like, is this real? Like it was funny. Like there was yeah. a guy th- – there was a guy, another guy who had to sing a duet with him. So the guy had to sing a song. There was also a musician on stage, a, a keyboard player who played like the-, the soundtrack for the night, which was like the most genius thing I've ever seen. Like if it was a sad scene, he played you know, sad music and the guy was just fucking on point. Like that was but amazing. Does it seem a little set up though? Like – no, because he was just he was just watching the actors. I you know Colin and the. Oh, uh, he wasn't hypnotized. The... No, no, not the musician. Oh, okay. he... <laughs> I 
I thought you meant it was just a guy of the audience. No, no, no. Track of the night. So like they were doing like the this duet. I forget what the scenario, the duet or uh, the story of the duet was. Like the the cues that the audience gave. But like the guy who was hypnotized was singing and improvising, like lines, like lyrics. Like yeah. it was perfect. Fuck. I don't know. It was it was a cool show to see if you believe in that type of stuff. Like it's hysterical. Like I I wish this has uh, legs and maybe has like a Netflix special to get more people out to the show. Kind of like the uh, Middle Ditch and Schwartz type thing. Like right. Think, um, but it was it was interesting. But it made me question. Like they're not actors. I hope they're not actors. But yeah. I just don't know anything about hypnosis and how it's... fucking puppet puppetry you could become how many um do they just do one night in a city it's a tour i see so are they just one night and they're out yeah so it's it'd be hard to figure out if it's the same people that keep getting pulled on stage you know what i mean yeah like do you think they tour well actually there was so what's funny that there was a guy and a girl in front of us and the girl went to go up well she didn't get picked though Oh, wait, did she get picked? Hold on. Okay, <laughs> hold on. There was a girl that was about to go up, and she uh-huh. hesitated, and she came back down to the seat, right. back back up to the seat right in front of us, and then she saw that there was an extra seat. So then she went there again, and then she was whittled down to the five. Oh, see? And she was one of the last ones to sit. Well, that makes you think then they're not pre, pre-picked. And the <laughs> fact that they don't, like have you raised your hand in the audience is tough too. Yeah. But that's maybe why, like exactly what you said. Yeah. 10 people rush the stage, right? Yeah. The five that are preselected could be in those 10 and then the other five. Yeah. Or the other 10, sorry, it just slowly went in. So those five have to make sure they get up there Mm. and there was still 10 open seats. So, yeah. I, if the, I think if this show comes to your area, to you or to the listeners, I think this is a really cool show to check out. I think it – like the lighting that is done within the show as far as like what scene they're about to do or what happens in the scene changes. The, the, the musician on stage playing the keyboard was like unbelievable. Any genre this guy was pulling out of his ass it fits so well like it wasn't like a dry show of just people with dialogue like there was right. music and lighting to it it really uh gassed it up a little bit so right. that was cool well it's funny you say you don't know anyone that's ever done this yeah because i did this oh shit <laughs> i let me re- let me retract what i'm saying yes i do know you i did this in high school we had a hypnotist come to high school Okay. And our entire school was in the gymnasium, and I was—I got picked to go on stage. Okay. And then uh, same thing, like you're saying, he goes through everyone, and then he lets go people that don't want to, or just—it's not working on, I guess. Correct. Right? Yeah. Well, I didn't get let go. I got—I stayed on the stage, but I was aware of what was happening the entire time. You were aware, but knew what was like. I was playing along. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It wasn't like a like there was a lot of us, right? So 
it wasn't like I would stand up and do something with him. It was just like he was talking. He would ask a question here and there, and uh, I okay. would just answer it. And uh, I just, 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 I just started playing into it a little bit. And you get a couple laughs, and you're like, "Oh, this is good. I can keep it going." And <laughs> that was it. Like I was, I was, I was aware. I can't talk for everyone that was up there, but okay. I was, I was totally aware of what was going on. Yeah, because like how aware? Let's say you are hypnotized. How aware are you of what's happening? Yeah. If you are at all. And like Well, I remember one of one of the scenarios I remember yeah. and it was silly because I can't see how this would ever work. Like what you're saying, how it, I don't think you can be aware of anybody else being in the room if this was to be it. So I was repulsed by the smell of this one girl on stage. Okay. But this one girl was really in love with me, so she wanted to be around me the whole time. Yeah. So this is just one of the things that's happening on stage, uh-huh. right? There's a, a whole bunch of other people on stage, and they all are doing their own thing too. But what's happening is this girl keeps coming to be next to me, <laughs> and I keep trying to get away from her. Uh-huh. So we're not speaking or anything. We're literally like kind of in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody, everybody watching knows what's happening, and I'm just, you know, I'm just playing along. I'm just literally getting away from her all over the stage. Was she hypnotized, do you think? I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she I just wanted know. to get in your pants. I think she did. (laughs) She's like, I'm pretending too. I'm going to get that law dick. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I've always, I've, I'm interested in it too. Like I don't, Stern does it all the time and he'll have, uh, like, uh, Sal, the stockbroker would get hypnotized and it seems like really legit. And there's still people on the show that don't even believe he was. They just think he, he's such an attention whore, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. a perfect time for the spotlight to be on him. So he just sucks it all up and fucking does it for airtime. Yeah, yeah. But the shit that he says is fucking the best. Like, it's just fucking hilarious. Yeah, there was uh, a lot of funny shit. I mean, you know, there was one one um, scenario where they were, like, detectives and it was, like, a whodunit. And they were all, like, someone that could have done it. And, you know, how, how did they know who would have done it? It was so fucking crazy. I don't. It's so, so hard to explain. You, they, did you know who did it? Who had done it? The audience? No, because I think, I think it was just like within the story of like a. It wasn't one of them. Sorry, it wasn't one of them that like who done it. But oh. I think they were in possibly the lineup that could have done it. But it was just like someone that they just said. In one oh. of the, like the monologues that Colin was kind of ripping riffing off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that guy's fucking funny, though. I love Colin Murphy. Oh, he's fucking, he is the greatest. Fucking so fucking funny. But uh, funny show. But then I was thinking on the way home, like, what if, like, I got hypnotized? I spent, like, this money and, like, I'm hearing the show's hysterical and I, I didn't even get to see the show. Um, Were you allowed, like, with her phones allowed and stuff? I think so. But, yeah, I guess somebody could have... Uh, yeah. filmed it but nobody you know i don't think anyone was i didn't see one phone out filming that's weird because if you say your husband goes up or your wife you're gonna want to fucking video it right yeah like the kid <laughs> that was with me the kid that was with uh, not with me the kid that was in front of me that was with the girl that hesitated he was just watching he didn't film shit that's weird yeah he probably got a fucking earful when she got off stage <laughs> did you film it no why <laughs> didn't you know what was happening no, it's hypnotized, you dick. <laughs> anyway, it was a fun show. I think there's some more shows happening, so I suggest 
checking out the show if you're like a super believer. I was I mean, I'm not like a giant believer of hypnosis, but I think it works, right? People do it for like quitting smoking and shit yeah. like that. So um Mm-hmm. But to improv, that's yeah. a whole other level. That is uh, – that's nuts, man. I, I want to see it. I'm curious to see how these people play off Colin Mockery too. I mean you're on stage with one of the greatest of all time, right? Like, oh, my god. Yeah. There's there's uh, laughs like every fucking 15 seconds on that stage or you yeah. know, from, from the audience. It's great yeah, stuff. Yeah. All right. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I hope it's uh, – I hope they release like a, you know, a special – yeah, I was going to say a DVD, but they don't do that. Um, a, yeah. yeah, a Netflix special or something. <laughs> yeah, because that's the only way people are going to know about this. Yeah, I never even heard about it, you know. Yeah. I'm fresh off uh, my Colin Mockery uh, obsession, too, off of that uh, Last One Laughing show. Yeah, they they mentioned that well, when, oh, yeah. they, when they introduced uh, Colin. Oh, show. yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Should we get to some uh, TV? <laughs> yes. Let's do it. TV roundup. Law, we're breaking down. Just give them time. TV roundup. Miranda's such a drunken dick. This is why. Shit. Looking at you. Looking at me. Oh, TV roundup. Oh, yes. I'm trying to look through uh, what I've watched. <laughs> I don't have lots. I only, I have like the same four as I had as last week. I've mm-hmm. not tapped out of anything. Um, I, I, I've I only done, just to get it out of the way, I don't know how far you've gotten, but I've seen they drop more episodes of Our Flag Means Death, the uh, HBO Taika pirate show. Yes. I've only, <laughs> I've only done two, so I've done one a week so far. Oh, you're on track. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting them be the boss of me. Uh, it's okay. It's not. It's not amazing. And obviously, you can see that I'm not rushing to each episode. Right. I didn't watch the last two. Okay. Either yet, so I'm not. It wasn't. You know, by the time I started watching shit at work this week, I was like, that was at the end of the line. I guess. <laughs> Um, and well, more specifically because I found out Big Brother Canada started this week. So I had to, I was eight episodes behind on that. Oh my God. I just, you know, I just had to catch up. (laughs) Um, also survivors on, I'm not talking about that either, but let's talk about, um, South Park. South Park was on. South Park episode six. The St. Paddy's Day special. Oh, so funny. You liked it. I liked it too. So Um, funny. I like Randy centric episodes of South Park. Yes, very hysterical, very um, – he is something else, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love um, like when he does the stupidest shit ever, like he's hiding in the bushes and they're like, we literally all see you. And he just keeps poking his head out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the humor I love. That's yeah. so, it's so stupid. I love the – the fact that it everyone's complaining about give us our fucking one white holiday. <laughs> <laughs> we can, it's the only holiday left where we can celebrate being white <laughs> without being canceled. Yeah, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, no, it's uh, yeah. I'm, um, I know Jack was down on South Park, but he's just not. Law, where'd you go? 
in the past year. Oh, anyways, well, you you know. you uh you tapped out for a second there. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, like Jack is, uh, you know, he's a little down on it. Yeah. Couple weeks we've had him, and um, I don't know. It's still good for me. I, you know, it's I, an immediate watch uh, every week. It's on, so I'm still loving so far. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. All right. Um, um, what else you watch? So, single drunk female finale. Oh I, yeah. I did uh, nine and ten this week because I missed nine last week. It's okay. It's an easy show. It's like twenty two minutes long. Um, you know, again about a girl going through sobriety and dealing with that. It's okay. It's a decent show. It's not nothing amazing. You know, anything amazing. I'm not gonna recommend it to anybody, but uh, it's a easy show. I think it's a good couples watch. Um, that's is Michelle's watching with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, there's there's some laughs, nothing hysterical. You know, because it's kind of a, a serious subject, so there are some serious moments as far as uh, drinking and drugs and stuff like that. So, right. But it was good. If there's a season two, I'll probably, I'll probably watch that. All right. So. Uh, the only other thing I got. Oh, uh, we'll talk about. Uh, or you're caught up with our flags. Our flag means death since last. No, no, no. Well, like I mean, you didn't touch anything else from last week's binge cast, correct? Right. Yeah. Okay. Two episodes came out this week, and I didn't get to either. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll continue that show. Uh, again, no rush. I I, I haven't even gotten to the Taika uh, cameo yet, so. Oh, sorry. It totally dropped out there. Oh. Oh, you didn't get to the cameo yet? I didn't no. get to the Taika cameo yet, so. Or his character. So. Are we uh, losing uh, internet and stuff going on here? I feel like we are. What is happening? I don't know. Well, I'm gonna, how about I call you right back? We're going to do a live call back. How about that? All right, let's do it. Uh, let's bye. Do it. What is happening? Hello? Hey! hey. Welcome to Benchcast. My name is Jim Law. 708-406-9546. All right. I only got one other show. Um, okay. But why don't you talk about your NBC show that you love so much? <laughs> um, right. So, I, like I said, I listened to the entire book mm-hmm. before I watched episode two. And I, w- I did this because I'm like – I'm not watching the show anymore. Fuck this show. I just want to know what happens, right? I did this with uh, if um, prior episodes of the binge cast. I did this with the leftovers. I got really angry with the the show, uh, so okay. I listened to the book. Um, but I eventually did end up going back to the leftovers, and I eventually went back to think about Pam because I wanted to see. Um, I wanted to see these characters, these these this cast, yeah, in a new light, right? Like now I know everything about these characters. Everything I needed to know. And I wanted to look at the cast and how they're going to be portrayed a little bit better. And uh, I'll be honest with you. I like the casting here. Um, they have uh, Dushmel, um, Josh Dushmel. Yeah. And he's like th- he's like the hero of the story. Okay. Um, I don't usually like this guy. Like he's not done anything for me and anything he's ever done. Yeah. But in this show, he seems to be coming out. Like, pretty cool. Like, I like him. Oh. Um, okay. In the book, like, just listening to what he went through, he's the, he's Pam, not Pam, he's the lawyer for uh, the husband of the woman that gets murdered. Okay. Um, he is accused of murdering her, so that's why he 
this this lawyer comes in to help him out. And what he goes through, this lawyer, is it's just it's beyond belief. Um, the law, the DA that is representing the murdered woman, um, who is played by Judy Greer, who which is the greatest casting, uh, by the love, way, because she's she's such a fucking cunt and <laughs> such an asshole <laughs> in the book, right? And then you get to see her on screen, and you're like, yep. You don't, there's no one else to cast here. Like she is her right now. Anyways, like she went to high school with the judge and their buddies. And, and it's just, it's so ridiculous. Like that, what this, uh, Josh Dumel character has to go through. And I, I kind of want to see how that plays out in the show. Um, yeah, they're, they're obviously skipping a lot of stuff or they're condensing it, but they're hitting a lot of the notes that I didn't even expect them to, too. So, um, I don't know, man, I was kind of like expecting to just to watch this episode and be like, fuck it. I know what happens, but I, I kind of like these characters, how they're being played out on TV. So nice. How's the Renee, Renee casting is good. Um, I mean, look, it's Renee Zellweger in a fat suit. So, I mean, I guess okay. Uh, she's an awful person. Um, once you read the book, you discover just how awful of a human being she is. Like she's literally trash human. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, I mean, she's playing it that way. She, it's very slight right now, but uh, you can see that she's going to go in that level, that direction. Um, I know it's Zella. You're in a fat suit, though. You can't really get past that. Okay. Right. Yeah. And did you find uh, out whether it was an NBC show or it? Well, like I said. I noticed this episode on the bottom right hand side yeah. is the peacock symbol, mm. not peacock streaming. The, like I'm saying the NBC symbol is in the bottom right hand corner. Okay. That's telling me it's a network show. Okay. So, those cocksuckers. <laughs> is this, window, yeah. I, uh, all right. This might be the, the go down now. Cause I, I could never figure out what the last network show I ever watched was. So now I can definitively say it's the thing about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mark this in your calendars, everyone. <laughs> um, and that's uh, yeah, that was that. And then I guess got uh, Severance, right? Yeah, I got right. Severance as well. Things got fucking pretty. Uh, okay, so last week we talked about it. It's getting a little weird. Don't know what's going. And I feel like this week, did you get a little bit? Uh, little oh, bit I of love. Answers? I love this episode. Yeah, this is a good one. Yes, this, and I didn't need answers from last week um but at least everyone is aware of what's what yes. i guess what they saw last week i, I guess with the goats and stuff but uh, you know i watched episode five and six twice this week because um oh. uh michelle missed both and i watched them both okay uh and, you know and there was that in episode five there's like that the black goo from yeah. the top of Toro's, the Toro's desk. So, like, I don't know what's going on there. You know, that's that's why episode five was a little weird for me. There was a lot of weird shit happening. Right. Um, but this this was – episode six was really a great episode. We got to see something happen in the Audis, which was fucking startling to not yeah, only that... <laughs> us as the viewers but a character. That was an amazing scene. And that's that right on the nose of what I was talking about last week, right? Like, yeah, there's so many stories here to tell with these other characters and what is going on in their Audi life. And then all of a sudden we just get that boom. And then even the fact that they have that capability of turning it on when they're out there. That was fucking awesome. That like, was I, bizarre. I know. That was a fucking great scene, man. I guess that's the chip, right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. And it was weird because... 
when I don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we kind of did just now <laughs> with the scenario. But after the exchange, right, mm-hmm. of um, everything and then the kid and then after he's back to, I guess, being the Audi, he looks right. at the guy and he says, oh, all good here. So and he's not even questioning that there's a man in the, his closet. Right. So either he knows them on both sides. Yeah, my uh, my wife was thinking that maybe there are some people that work there that are in both. But ha- right. I don't know how do you I don't know, they never explained that. We never saw that anywhere else. Well, any... if it's anybody, it's him, right? Like, yeah, it's not Patricia. Right, obviously. But I mean, it, it might be him because maybe he's at the 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 check-in desk sometimes or so. I don't know. Like maybe it just might be True. he might be the one guy that they know on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> I think you like if I was that guy, I'd be a little bit more scared waking up and seeing him there. He was just like, oh, all good here? <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that was a great scene. I love the the walking into Toro. I kind of love those two. Yeah. It's, I, it's a fucking great two actors doing something that is just like you did not expect. Like, uh, and I love it. And it's so funny because on the outside, or being one of their Audis could be a total um, – hypocrite or a hater of homosexuals right you know very true yes it's kind of like such a bizarre thing to think about uh right that that's a whole storyline right like (laughs) oh that's so weird like what if he's gay inside but not gay outside like yeah what if he's got me living married with kids on the outside yeah oh it's so cool to think of like it's (laughs) such a mind fuck but i like want to know so much more um, yeah, a lot of potential going forward with this show, and that's why I'm, uh, you know, they're stuck on. They're, it's like they're trying to solve everything in this first season. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we're gonna get, I, any. I don't think we're gonna get any answers at all at the end of the season. I think it's just gonna extend, and I hope it does because there's lots more to tell. Yeah, I'll be there though. Every time I see this is available, this is like my the first one I go to. So nice. I fucking love this show. All right. That that is it. I mean, I'm not gonna have anything <clears throat> new for a while. I don't know what's coming out, but um, I know Halo starts next week. I don't think you have any interest in that, no, right? No, that's not for me. I might check that out. Um, Bel Air. I was watching. I'm, I told. I said I wasn't going to talk about that anyways, but I didn't even get to it this week. So um, okay, okay. Yeah, that's it for now. We'll I'll see. Uh, eventually, there should be some new stuff coming out. Um, All right. I don't know when uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight is the next Marvel show, and Obi Wan's the next Star Wars show. And Obi Wan comes out in May. I don't know when Moon Knight comes out. I think Moon Knight is either. I think it's. I think it may be next week. Oh, is that possible? Might be. It might be. Let's Let me. If I had a computer, oh, I'm doing it. I've got it. <laughs> no, I'm doing. No, I got it. Mini series, March thirtieth. So 10 days. It's a Wednesday show. Oh, so, yeah, not next weekend. We'll have it the week after. And it's saying six episodes. Cool. I'm down. Are you down? Are you watching this or no? Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch this. I fucking love Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. 
Ethan Hawke from Explorers fame. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know that. You know that child actor? He's all grown up now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's do moves, I guess. Let's let's, I mean, we're flying, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll do some moves. Here we go. Let's do some moves. Uh... I've been really trying. So long And if you drink Like I drink Baby Then come on Oh, oh come on Tell me what you want ah, What the fuck you want Jim Long and Ammon What the fuck you want Fred what the fuck you watch? Ooh. All right. Um, before we start this, I you yeah. know I've had this idea brewing for a while. Okay. Um, I didn't want to make it a long bit. I didn't mention this to you at all because I wanted it to be a complete surprise. But it is something I'm going to start doing on a regular basis. Are you going to hypnotize me for reviews or something? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> um, I. You, there's no, it's no secret on the show that you, you fascinate me. Like your, some of your takes on things fascinate me. Like I, you could tell me something that you watched and your thoughts about it. And I could literally think about that all week because it's fascinating to me. Okay. But I just, I'm going to call this the Pete M survey. Okay. It's the Pete M survey. Okay. I'm going to ask you three questions. It's going to be a this or that question. I just want to know what you prefer uh, out of the two options I give you. That's it. Three okay. of them. That's it. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'll try to come up with a new three every single week. Do this I, is just, do I need what? to say why or just pick? No. Well, yeah, you can if you want. Absolutely. Okay. But it has to be a definitive one over one over the other. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I just think this is, this is, this is, uh, it just lets the audience in to your head a little bit. <laughs> they don't want to be in there. <laughs> no, I think they do. And they just, they try to understand you sometimes and they don't. And it, I'm just speaking out of my, myself right now, but, um, oh, all right. okay. So here we go. So okay. I'm just going to give you two names. Okay. And you just tell me which one you pick. If you want to tell me why you go ahead. Okay. All right? Yeah. All right. Uh, Hoffman or Hackman. Hackman. Okay. Um, I think both both are great actors, but I Hackman just uh, he hypnotizes me with his acting skills. I just I just dive real deep when he speaks, and uh, I get very lost in his his uh, his dialogue, his deliveries, and stuff like that. I think he's fucking one of the greatest actors of all time. Whoa. See this enlightening right away. <laughs> Bam! I nailed something. He is one of your favorite actors of all time. He is. I need to see more of his stuff, but he's one of my favorites. That's, that's incredible. All right, ready for the next one? Yeah. Hall and Oates or Beastie Boys? Hall and Oates, without a doubt. I mean, <laughs> I know more Hall and Oates songs than. I think Beastie Boy songs, and I just love how <laughs> like up tempo and light 
and fun and poppy the Hall and Oates songs are to the Beastie Boy songs. I know the Beastie Boy songs are fun, you know, uh, sabotage and fight for your right to party, but there's something more melodic that I like about the Hall and Oates. Okay, all right, <laughs> this is better than I could have got. <laughs> I thought all week I'm like, is this gonna be dumb? I don't know. All right, last one. Okay. okay. Alien or aliens? Oh, alien. I had this discussion this week, by the way. <laughs> oh, nice. See? I'm in your head. I hypnotized you. Well, I watched uh, a documentary that we're going to talk about that they, they that they're in these two movies. And I, re- I watched Aliens. Uh, I revisited Alien and Aliens before. I think we did the horror tourney or something like that or sci-fi right. tourney or whatever. Um, and I did not like Aliens – that much and you gave me shit about that and i just think alien is such a fucking classic masterpiece of a film and uh, aliens it doesn't come close to that for me yeah it's got that crossover actress with sigourney weaver but it just feels like and it is two different films you have you know a, a, a slow uh serious horror sci-fi movie and then part two is more of this action guns blazing movie which you know whichever one you like that's cool but I just like the classic horror of Alien way better alright boom that's it okay I love this segment (laughs) I hope everyone likes it because I need to get in that brain even more it's amazing you're the only one that likes that segment (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you right now alright uh, let's talk about that thing you watched. Okay, so it's called In Search of Tomorrow, the definitive 80s sci-fi documentary. Now, I've talked about, I think it's In Search of Darkness 1 and 2. It's these five-hour documentaries about yeah. about these films. So uh, the, In Search of Darkness 1 and Search of Darkness 2 is like 80s uh Horror. It's just all about horror. So it's just like ten hours of. Right. Uh, they get directors, they get writers, they get the actors and actresses, and just talk about you know if they're in that movie, they'll talk about that movie, or if they were inspired by that movie, they talk about that movie. So this one is '80s sci-fi documentary. So they go through each year of the '80s. They you know they show you the title card on screen, 1980, and they go through which movies were uh, huge that year, or inspiring that year, or goofy that year. <clears throat> So you get, you know, everything from Empire, Superman 2, Escape from New York, Road Warrior, Blade Runner, Tron, E.T., Cocoon, Back to the Future. Um, It's a great time. I did not do this in one day. It's five (laughs) hours. So I would do, you know, half hour here, 15 minutes here, hour here, and finally made it through the week. Yeah, you got a question. (laughs) (laughs) Just just to clarify – why people want to get into your head. Um, you go on and on every week about, I won't watch a movie if it's over an hour and 42 minutes. I won't do this. I won't do that. I don't have time for Batman. I can't do this. I can't do that. And then you came to me this week. and like, I'm going to watch this. It's five hours long. And I was just like, what the fuck? You're the weirdest guy I know. Like literally you pick the longest possible fucking thing to watch. And, and you don't want to watch anything that's even remotely close to this. Well, so. if Batman was VOD, I would have watched it. I can't 
<clears throat> like I said, I did like 15 minutes here, 30 minutes here, hour here with this from, uh, I don't know, Sunday or Monday to like yesterday. Right. Like it took me that long to get through this, which is okay because they don't, they spend like five minutes or ten minutes on one movie. So I can pause this thing. There's, there's no yeah. story beats or anything. I'm not going to lose steam on, I don't know, character or anything. It's just – a documentary. It's a com- it's completely different. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely different than uh, wait, not wasting four hours, but like using up my four four hours to go see Batman. Twenty right. minutes to the theater, twenty minutes for previews, three hour movie, twenty minutes to drive home. Like I don't have that four hour window. I haven't had it this month, so right. I should have told Matt Reeves like March was a bad month to release this because. <laughs> not going to fly. But I did hear in April, I believe it's coming to HBO Max. Yeah, so. coming in quickly, yeah. So expect that review in April for the Batman. It's going to be hot, hot review. <laughs> okay, so I do recommend these documentaries, The In Search of Darkness and In Search of Tomorrow. I think they're super cool. There's, you know, there's a handful of movies that I've never seen before. Um, so that's exciting and there's little tidbits from you know, directors, producers, writers, stuff like that. But the only thing that was missing in this one that the horror one had was more top names as... Oh. I'm looking at the cast. Like, the cast on IMDb, is is all these people doing, like, interviews, or are they just in it because they're in the movies that they're covering? Let me... uh, I'll tell you. Yeah, start rattling off. Who is it? Clancy Brown. He's in it. Okay, Sean Young. Sean Young. Um, Hold on, I'm looking. Sean Young. Well, oh. yeah, it says interviewee. Okay, so. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, you're what? You're right. They all say interviewee. Oh, okay, so that answered my question. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if you look at this first page, you can go down and you could end with Ivan Reitman. Yeah. And then you kind of know Mark Rolston if you look up his. Uh, right. But these are the top names. These Those are the top. I mean, Will Wheaton probably has fucking two hours of footage. Mm-hmm. You know, Carpenter probably has five minutes. Peter Weller. And why is Will Wheaton got... just for, is Will Wheaton just for Star Trek? Yeah, and he's okay. a giant nerd. You know. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. Uh, but I think the horror one has way more people. Not that I'm saying, you know, you look at the sci-fi genre. You got Sigourney Weaver. You got Mel Gibson. You got uh, Mark Hamill. You got Harrison Ford feel like for that genre you're not going to get those people where like the horror movies not that they're low budget right but you can get robert england you can get yep the guy who played the shape right like the hugest most fan sought after names right like just like a a comic con is going to get those big names like you know what i mean yeah the horror genre not yeah and it's not shitting on them it's just yeah yeah that's where they're st- that's their status in the industry. Right, right. And they know that's their money pot, right? Like, that, they absolutely know that. Yeah, like, you're not going to get Bill Murray to talk about Ghostbusters in this documentary. Right. You know, but you got Ivan Reitman. Oh. But, um, I don't know. Like, it's still fun. It's still good to see. It's an easy watch. It's, you know... Brings you back, obviously, to the 80s. They do talk about The Last Starfighter and Explorer, so I got excited for that. <laughs> Flight of the Navigator. Like, they get the kid from that to talk about it. Oh, I think wow. the only the only person from Predator they got is Shane Black. Not that I'm saying that he's a small name, 
Right. But you're not getting Schwarzenegger, you know. It, that's that's uh, all Shane Black talks about, eh? Because he's had such a career afterwards, you know what I mean? It's just weird that he's just talking about being a side character in Predator. Yeah, well, he, you know. And he directed a Predator the, movie, did he not? Yeah, like the newest, the newest. Yeah, movie, but, did he talk but, about that? Oh, no, this is, this is 80s, right? Uh, yeah, this is 80s. So they didn't really go on with that, but they, but like Reitman and Shane Black, they'll be talking heads about another movie too. Oh, okay. They're not just in on like, yeah, like how it affected them or yeah, be like, oh, I love that scene in this where they, you know, so it's pretty cool seeing other, you know, celebrities or whatever talk about other films, and like I said, you see stuff that you didn't even, you know. This sounds like is, and I know you have a problem with those, uh, the movies we loved or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The editing and that. But it's the exact same thing. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of the same names that show up on these lists and shit Absolutely. like that. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah same. I love, I love documentaries about movies. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. not the, the movies we love. No, those are, dead. Those are horrendous. <laughs> ah, well, check this out. Home Alone slips on a paint can. Tell us about that, Joe Pesci. Well, I, you know, it's so, it's so bad. Why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? Oh, isn't that right, Daniel Sturd? Like, oh, my God. This is terrible. <laughs> Who's fucking editing this? KB Toy Store editor? What's going on? <laughs> Uh, and I like all the tidbits they have, but I can't stand yeah. the way it's edited. It's horrendous. Anyway, 7.5 for nice. In Search of Tomorrow, the definitive 80s sci-fi documentary. Nice. Five hours. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Five hours in one minute, by the way. In one minute. It's incredible that anyone would even make a one episode of this. Like, why not make it a series? I don't get it. Yeah, right? It's just weird. You could do five episodes. Well, Eli, Eli Roth did the uh, – he's got that – I forget what that's called. Yeah, the horror one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good show too. I like that one. And he gets right. some big people on that too. So it's – well, he got Tarantino. Yeah. Kept showing – It's <laughs> that's why I hated that show. Oh, yeah, because it's just the him. The only time they showed <laughs> Eli Roth talking to the person is when it was Tarantino. Like, look at me talking to Tarantino. <laughs> We'd all do that. I fucking hate Eli Roth. He's such a looter. I don't like him either, but his documentary is is, is it good. Was pretty good. It was pretty it's informative. Good. That's what I like. Informative stuff about film was... that maybe I don't know about and I don't know everything, so it's nice. It's a good little um history lesson, which I like. All right. All right. I'm not I'm not I'm probably You don't have to. I know, but it's just like it's not like I can't. Like five hours, that's a that's how you know more than half a shift for me. I should watch it. Maybe do the start with the horror one it, it, at work. Like if you need, if you got like a five hour window to kill at work, I think it'll be just cool to have in the background. The same director that did these, David. Yeah, a. I think Wiener? I think so. Wiener. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm 48 people, and I just laughed because <laughs> his name is Wiener. <laughs> It's okay. We fucking took Coop to the Elite Eight. We're all right. <laughs> I think. I don't know. We don't know, really. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. All right. I think you and I, I think we saw the next three. So if you got anything else. Oh, three? Oh, wait. Maybe you didn't see it. What did you see? Off season? Did you watch this? No, I couldn't find off God. 
I do have an extra one. So, all right, we we each have one that we didn't see. Okay. Well, you, I'm going to take a no. I'm going to take a break from. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um. Oh, Jesus, what am I doing? All right. Windfall. Now, I brought this up. To you. <laughs> <laughs> another great insight into Pete. Yeah. I said, uh, I might check this out. Yeah. Um, it came out this week, brand new. And uh, it stars uh, Jason Segal, Lily Collins, and uh, Jesse Plemons, Meth yeah. Damon. And I said, uh, I might check this out. And you're meet, like, I mean, there's times when I would text you and it takes a few minutes. This was before I, sp- I think it was. A millisecond after I press sent, you're like, nope, can't do Jason Seagal. Nope, not doing that movie. And I fucking laughed for five minutes at work. I was just like, that is such a Pete answer. I don't even care. Like, it's hilarious. I don't, it's just amazing. Why do you hate Jason Seagal so much? I think he's a terrible actor. (laughs) I don't like looking at him. Uh, I didn't like him in Freaks and Geeks. He was the worst part about that show. Uh, And that just carried on through... Knocked up, Sarah Marshall, and I'm just like, I just got to give up on this guy. Like, this guy brings any production down for me. Okay. I, I, can't, I, I, I can't do it. I, I totally agree with you. The Freaks and Geeks thing, he is the worst character on that show. He drives me insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. I can't even fi- – it's so uncomfortable watching him in that show. <laughs> um, otherwise, yeah, I, I mean, there's been a couple – all right – I've been okay with him in a couple other movies. I just he doesn't bother me that much. Okay. Um, so I thought this was interesting. The premise sounded okay. That being a man breaks into a tech billionaire's empty vacation home, but things go sideways when the arrogant mogul and his wife arrive for a last minute getaway. Mm. So that's how it starts. Uh, Seagal is uh, Seagal. How do you say his last name? I say Jason Seagal, like yeah. a bird. But I I don't know what it is. I, I feel like I'm saying Seagal like Steven Seagal. <laughs> Seagal like related somehow. That's how I'm presenting him. Why don't we call him Seagal? <laughs> let's make it yeah. Like, let's make it different. A completely different. So Seagal is uh, <laughs> he's wandering around this house and he's looking through all this shit. Who is? It looks like who it. is? Okay, so to make sure, and um, he's he's going through a bunch of shit. It looks like you don't know it's not his house or whatever. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Now, what I like right off the hop of this is the opening credit scene is is incredibly um, mood setting. Oh, very very brooding, like nineteen sixties noir score going over the credits, and I absolutely fall in love with this. Okay, okay, but then I start thinking. That they're mocking it. They're gonna mock this. Oh, Aren't, like they're do. This isn't. This isn't the real feel of this movie, is it? Like I, they're gonna mock this, and it's gonna really fucking upset me if they do it because it is fucking awesome. At the the, the opening credits of this movie are awesome, and I'm really into it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it starts, and then Seagal's walking around the house, and he's looking through all this stuff, and this and that, and this and that, and then very shortly thereafter, um, he's about to leave, and couple people show up, Meth Damon and uh, his wife, Lily Collins. Okay. And um, he doesn't know what to do. He's kind of stuck in the house. Uh, didn't expect him to be there. Boom. And he ends up getting discovered by them. Uh, and he decides that he's going to hold them there until he can get uh, some money off of them and then he'll leave. And okay. that is 
beginning of the movie. Um, so you know, I was a little bit wrong. They didn't mock the score, right? Okay. They did. They set a, they set a mood and they kind of keep with it uh, for the most part at the beginning. So I'm okay with that. Okay. As Seagal's leaving, he gets he gets the money out of the house or whatever. And as he's leaving, he notices. Uh, I don't want to fucking spoil the entire plot of this movie, but this is a big part, so I have to kind of tell you what's going on. Okay. As he's leaving, he notices a security camera. Um, Meth Damon and Lily Collins are very—they're very forgiving as hostages. Put it that way. They just want him to leave. They're just like, "This fuck, take this money and leave. We don't care. We don't care if you leave. We're never going to tell anybody." Like, they're—he's so rich, right? Like, he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. It's like. $5,000 cash. Get out of my house. We just want to have our weekend away. Uh, that, that's it. But when Seagal sees the security camera, he thinks he's fucked. Um, so he goes back to the house. And this is where the real plot of the movie starts. Because now it's a character study on Meth Damon's billionaire fucking mogul fucking douchebag asshole. Uh-huh. Um, how he... And his wife get along, what their relationship's like. Seagal's caught in the middle of this, right? Because he he's starting to pick up on things. Is this like the ref? Oh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, not even close to as funny. Okay. Uh, Pete, we got like an hour in the middle of this movie. I think it, let me see how long it is. I think it's an, it's not that long, actually. You would have been okay with the time. Yeah, it's one thirty-two. Yeah, so that's not bad. No, not but, bad at all. But an out the hour in between those fifteen minutes, <laughs> oh my god, it's so fucking boring. Oh no, them sitting around the house, and Seagal is literally um, kind of studying what these two people, uh, their lives are like, uh, their relationships like, uh, what's going on between them. Everything's not as it seems, right? And all this stuff starts coming out about them. Um, and then this gardener shows up and this, now this is getting closer to that last 15 minutes and then shit starts happening. Right. Cause then the, the, the score picks up, right? Like now it's fucking getting panic mode and they're oh, waiting okay. for, they're waiting for a bigger payoff so that Seagal can literally disappear and never be seen again because he's on a security camera. Nobody knows whose security camera it is. Uh-huh. Uh, some neighbors or maybe something, I don't know. But when the gardener shows up, things kick into high gear. Yeah. A little too late though. Okay. Too late because there's a lot of sitting around, um, a lot of, uh, pretentious fucking dialogue of, I think this conversation is important for the world today. So Mm. you have to sit through 25 minutes of it. And I just don't want to, I just don't care. I want to be entertained in a film. I want shit to happen. And if you have an hour of just fucking talking, in between 15 minutes of coolness, it's just not going to work for me. Um, nobody's really bad in it. Like, honestly, Seagal's not that bad at it. Okay. He's, yeah, he's pretty cool. Meth Damon plays a really fucking good billionaire douchebag. Just doesn't give a fuck about anything. And his wife's pretty good, too. Lily Collins is pretty good. She's like, you can tell she doesn't like her life, but mm-hmm. she's trapped in it because she's a billionaire. Um <laughs> Um, but otherwise, I mean, it's just not, it's not as entertaining as I would have hoped. I would, I will give it a soft, uh, I'll give it like a five and a half. Mm. I'm looking at the writers here and it also shows it up on like the, um, Mm. screen caps on IMDb. Andrew Kevin Walker is a writer. Oh, 
on this. So the writer of Seven, which is what they're promoting uh, about this movie. They promote that where? On the poster? So if you go on IMDb on the Windfall page, right? Yeah. And you kind of hover over play trailer but don't press anything. Then you'll see some screen caps go from the writer or director of The One I Love, and then it says, and the writer of Seven. Oh, my. I never saw that. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about it on the poster. That's okay. I don't want to. No, it doesn't say anything on the poster. No, don't. Seven and this. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that they're. You understand that, but they shouldn't be ever in the same conversation. Maybe he wrote like one word and they needed a. <laughs> Or maybe that last 15 minutes where you said kick maybe. it to high gear was all. That, yeah, maybe. And you kept... <laughs> nothing else screams seven to me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. Nah, I'm not going to see this. I know. See, I was really hoping. Like, I love when you immediately fucking shoot me down and it's amazing. <laughs> but I'm then I'm hoping, like, I'm going to watch this. It's going to be amazing. Then I get to bug them for the next yeah. fucking two days. And I didn't even talk to you. About yeah, it. but like if that, if that happens, then uh, th- I'm like okay with it. I'll be upset that I'm not going to be able to review with you, but it'll give me something to watch if your rating is sky high. Yeah, if but you... that's what I mean. Like if I loved this, I would have been all over you. I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You suck at son of a bitch. You yeah, know what? I, I'm, we're not doing the PDM survey anymore. You know, I'll put uh, the kibosh on that. <laughs> Oh, I actually have t- I actually have four, four what? movies oh, left. Oh, you can fuck. All right, Let's do uh, it. but it was something you talked about last week. Okay, I watched uh, Undercurrent, the documentary. Oh yes. Let me pull this up real quick. Now, this, like I told you, uh, you told me about it uh, Saturday night, shit, Saturday. and I said, "Oh, this is going to be a great." You know, Sunday watch, the dis- mm-hmm. uh, undercurrent, the disappearance of Kim Wall. I didn't yes. know anything about this except what you told me. You said this was good. Two episodes, in and out, two hours total. Um, that first episode, phenomenal. Yes. I was like, this is a crazy-ass story. Um, and I loved it. We, I was deep. I was deep. Oh, so you're deep I was deep like a submarine. That's how deep I was. Yeah. I was very excited. But then episode two starts. Oh, what happened? I just was that. I didn't care anymore. Oh. I didn't care about the, the sentence. And that's all episode two. Well, episode two is more of like who they were as people before, like when they were kids and shit. Yeah, like they go I, that far back. I knew that was coming while I'm watching it. I'm like, they're going to do a whole stint here because they're very, they're pushing like the narrative of like, he is getting all the headlines and she's not getting recognized uh, as being the victim. And I knew that was coming. They yeah. were going to push this whole thing where they, and good, you know, good for her and good for them or whatever. But I was just kind of like, I just kind of want to know what the fuck happened to this dude. Let's yeah. Like it. this could have been one hour and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But there was a, there was an issue with, production on this um mm-hmm. on this documentary now this is a problem that i have it's, yeah. it's not a problem with my wife or uh probably majority of the people living in this world anyone anywhere ever okay ever yep. so there is a lot of tweets that the viewer yes. has to read on this show and they type it out in real time so you have to read it as it's being typed, it's not just on screen. 
the full paragraph or the full two sentences. You there, it's typing out for you, so you're reading it. Yeah. But there's a voiceover that is not that. It's part of the story. Okay. So I am trying to read a tweet and listen to important stuff from, I don't know, a lawyer or a friend of the murderer or a friend of the murdy. And mm-hmm. I can't do both at the same time. <laughs> so I would pause it, read the tweet, <laughs> go back and listen to the voiceover. <laughs> I'm like, who is who decided this? Let's put words on a screen and we'll type it out one by one, but we'll have a voiceover talking about something completely different. And we're going to see how this audience reacts to this. This was the most stupid thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this irked me. And there are maybe 15 tweets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? What's more important? Because I need a highlighter. What am I supposed to do here? (laughs) Highlighter. Oh, my God. It drove me crazy. Every time that fucking, you know, tweet uh, graphic came up, I'm like, fuck. Hold on. Michelle's watching this with you at the same time? Yeah, she could do both. Yeah. um, (laughs) What's the dynamic there? Like, you're pausing this, and she's just like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? She knows... um, like I'm a I'm a super slow reader, so she'll show me like a, like a, a meme or something, and there's like text on top and bottom of a photo. I'm like, just hand me the phone. I got I, I need like two minutes to read this thing. I, I'm the oh worst. I, I'm such a slow reader. Oh my god! And like <laughs> subtitles, I get so pissed if they don't leave them on long enough. I, I it's my problem. I I just can't read that fast. What am I supposed to do? <sighs> when I, when when we were doing the Better Call Binge uh, episodes, the um, the animated episodes for Better Call Binge for the binge, you know, where we took uh, binge yes. cast stories and we edited them and uh, made it an- mm-hmm. animated them. In the beginning, it would have text. It was the title, and yeah. it would have a description of what that episode was about. Oh, the right. boys are going to talk about. Um, Mary fuck kill Steve Gutenberg got uh, or the three men right so three I would men. read it as slow as possible. This is something that Jack and I talked about because I I was I was reading it as slow as possible as it, as if so like whoever the slowest reader was was able to get through it without missing a word. <laughs> I was like the boys discuss. Who they want to <laughs> fuck, marry. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm very slow with uh, with text. I had a I had a different problem with this, and it's really weird that you brought that up. I thought what you were going to explain was the exact thing that happened to me, but it wasn't. So when I'll get a file, and that file will just be hard coded with. Um, not hard coded, but um, the subtitles will just automatically come on. They okay, play. yeah, and that's fine. But in a show like this, and very specifically, this show is the only time it really happened a lot, and I had to actually shut the subtitles off. Was they the show is actually hard coded subtitles? Like they have subtitles because there's a different language spoken Correct. in the show yes. sometimes. So that will come up, but over top of that will be the other subtitle file <laughs> that will be saying. 
speaking in Danish, whatever the fuck they're speaking, and I can't read the actual subtitles for what they're saying. So I was just like, I was perplexed. I was like, the fuck is going on? Like, I don't, I've never been through this before. I had to shut the subtitles off of the episode so that the hard-coded subtitles would show up. And I thought that's where you were leading to, but it wasn't. It's not even close. <laughs> close enough. It's still do a text. Um, very interesting story. Again, I didn't know anything about this. I mean, this guy fucking is unbelievable. I, I'm so curious to, to know what else this guy's fucking done. Yeah. I don't know if this was the first thing or not. Think about if Elon Musk became a fucking mass murderer or some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the only comparison. Yeah, exactly. It really is. And, and the way that, you know, I was saying, like, I did, I wasn't really interested in learning all about her. Like, I just, because I just wanted to get to what happened to this dude and, and his punishment and all that kind of shit. But think about the media if that happened. If Elon Musk. Oh, my God. Forget murdered it. Murdered somebody. It would all, it would. The only thing it would be about is Elon Musk, and that's what this documentary is essentially about. Yeah, they talk about her though a lot. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's what the actual documentary is about: is how the media just focused. Oh yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. Like the the documentary does a good job highlighting this Kim Wall mm-hmm. uh, woman. Yes, 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 yes. To our detriment, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! But what is she thinking? What are you I don't doing? Know. First of all, I've never go, I would never go on a submarine. First of all, that's number one. Yeah, it's, it's very true. You could do this interview on the shores. Yeah, you're right. It's just and some of the imagery they have, like the harrowing fucking image of her waving from the submarine. Oh like, my god, so eerie. Oh, it's so fucking harrowing. Like you're just like, oh my god, that's the last time anyone ever seen her ever. Yeah. But the, you know what? Uh, to to her credit. Of going on this sub, they ask multiple, um, what are they called? Uh, in uh, journalism, Jur- journalists. Oh yeah, uh, they all would have went. They yeah. all would have went. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, me, I would. Well, first of all, I get seasick. So then, fuck it, I'm right. I'm out the window right there. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get seasick. I can't read fast. Forget it. Why would I be a journalist? I just, I love. And I don't want to spoil all this because I, I do think this needs to be watched. Um, if you love a good documentary, this is definitely really, really great. HBO yeah. is untouchable in their documentaries. Yeah. Um, but the amount of different stories that this guy had when he was finally like rescued. And oh, my God. A, and there's still a trial. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And... I, I get it. But why does it last so long? Like, it's just so obvious what happened. Well, don't they? Doesn't one woman say? You now, I don't know if this is just like she doesn't believe in, you know, right hand on the Bible, um, you know, swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, type thing, or in that country, you can lie. I don't know if that was like a, a dig, to the, um, you know, social justice system. Right. I remember exactly what you're talking about. I don't, their whole trial system was weird to me. Like (laughs) even like we don't get to see any of the footage because obviously there was no cameras allowed, but Mm -hmm. even like the uh, kind of like the diagram of the the courtroom and how it's set up and all, it's just very strange to me. Like, it's just like, what is happening over there? Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, uh, Tom sent me a text, and I think he sent me like a four-episode thing. Like this may be a documentary somewhere else. Oh, I think he sent it to me too. Okay, but this the, he watched that before he watched this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So he was going to watch this. So I'm going to reach out to him, I think, like tomorrow or something and be like, should I even bother? Is there more information? So – yeah, I. What did he say to me? I can't remember what he said, but it's very similar to what you're saying. Yeah, um, uh, I give this like a six and a half. This is a, a crazy ass story. Um, he says um, four episode show about Kim Wall, uh, journalist doc you watched. Karen and I watched this past year. It's awesome. Subtitles though, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't watch it at work, anyways. Um, <laughs> It'll take me ten hours to get through that. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. This seems. This, I bet you this what he what he's sending us is way more about it's oh, I'm trying to tiptoe around this, but it's not so much worrying about representing Kim Wall. Like I just it's more about the investigation, right? Yeah, like that's, yeah, yeah. That's the meat of the story here. And and I get what they did here in this documentary and the but the story is fucking fascinating. Well that's man. what I wanted. I wanted like yeah. Which we do get. We get that one woman who works uh, – she was like a – Oh, that's a dude. That Right? That's a dude. Well, now it's a woman. Right. But not, it was not, a dude? Not, now she's a woman. OK. Oh, all right. Right? But it was a dude? Like I think it was a guy. All right. OK. She's now a full-blown big-titted woman. <laughs> she's full-blown. Yeah. <laughs> Which she was my favorite, by the way. I oh, she loved was great. her. I fucking great. loved her. I like when she talked about trying to get in the sub. She's like, I, I just couldn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> she was awesome. I loved her so much. But I wanted like more. Maybe there isn't any, but I wanted more like in-depth submarine detail. I know there was blood. I know they smelt blood. Yeah. And like that was it. Like maybe there wasn't that much. Well, yeah. And her um, character specifically reminded me of the rescue, right? Like where they need yes, gonna get these kids. We need a very specific fucking like Dude, master totally. of a certain area, and boom, there she is. <laughs> well, no, she's not the one. They find another guy who's like, I know the current of those oh, shorts. <laughs> That's the guy. Fucking right, man. I love that shit. That uh, my wife goes, "Oh, here's another guy who was bullied when he was a kid, just studying the currents of the shores." I I think any documentary that has like, like if a kid died from eating crayons, and you have a fucking expert on the taste of crayons, if they bring that guy in, I'm fascinated at this documentary. Like that that does it for me. Like this is amazing. Yeah, the expert that no one knows about, but one right. guy knows of him or I, her, or like knows of that person. Oh my god, it's fucking amazing! It's brilliant because they're they're out there. Yeah. He or she, there's an expert for something. The, oh. the the way the current goes of the shores during that season, right? <laughs> the caves of a fucking wherever they were, uh, gave caving caves, you know. The caves of the cave. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Those people have the worst lives until a fucking HBO calls up. And H- like, they don't – HBO doesn't call. Oh, right. They do. 
the, the, the investigators call up. Hey, we're like, doing a documentary about these kids that were missing 20 years ago. Hey, I heard. <laughs> hey, I heard you know what uh, the difference between brown crayon and black crayon tastes are. Yes, I've been studying it all my life. <laughs> I'm actually chewing on one right now. <laughs> Fucking perfect. <laughs> I want that guy. I want that guy for something. I want to be called one day because you know, like, oh, we need to know the specifics about being drunk and podcasting. Oh my god, I'm the guy. There needs to be like an FBI full like uh, online database. You just you you down you <laughs> you input the right. weirdest quirks you have, right, right. like keywords, right? Like, Keyword. <laughs> It just it narrows the fucking field down to like one guy. <laughs> Currents off the coast of Peru. <laughs> Pete MC. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. The perfect person for every job. Wow. And those guys, those uh, people, guys or girls, they are the saviors. They are the unsung heroes of these documentaries that we've been watching. Absolutely. Absolutely. The rescues is the greatest example. Oh my God. So they know each other. That's what I love about the rescue. He's yeah. like, oh, well, fuck, you gotta, uh, you, I know you got me, but Brad here, he knows <laughs> the best. He just knows them. Like, that... <laughs> Brad, he's the guy with the swimmies on over there. He knows those caves better than anybody. He's been studying these underwater caves in Korea for fucking years. Why? <laughs> I don't know, but fucking get him. And he's British. It's weird. <laughs> he's not even Korean. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's fascinating. It really is. All right. All that's, right. Um, that's good. I'm glad you watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, right. Like I said, a little slow, uh, episode two, but still an interesting story. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Off-season. Off okay, so this was – I think this is a Shudder original. This stars um, Jocelyn Donahue. She was the female lead in House of the Devil that you guys reviewed back in the day. Yes. She is also plays Patrick Wilson's – um, mother in the f- in flashback of Insidious, small bit part, but oh, she's right. in that. Um, so this is after receiving a mysterious letter, a woman travels to a desolate island town and soon becomes trapped in a nightmare. So her mom passes away, who is living, um, on this island, or this is where she wanted to be buried. Um, her grave, her tombstone is destroyed. So her daughter receives a letter saying her gravesite has been vandalized. You need to come here and talk to the ter- caretaker, mm-hmm. you know, and if you want to fix it and stuff like that. So she goes there with uh, a friend, a guy played by Joe Swanberg. He was in your next. Uh, yes. So, um, she gets there. And there's a guy at the toll plaza. He's like, you can't come through. We're, we're about to close the island. Storm's coming in. We can't let anybody in or out. And uh, she's like, please, I received this letter from uh, my mother. He looks at the letter. He says, all right, okay, go on in. She goes in, 
and some weird stuff starts happening. Uh, some people in the town, she goes to like a local bar. One guy's like, you got to get out of here. This isn't, this isn't safe. This isn't safe. She loses her friend. She can't find her friend that she came with. And this movie's not. This movie's not that good. <laughs> that was mid plot description. <laughs> that's that's mid mid movie. I go. This movie's not good. <laughs> this this movie is like it's like some. <laughs> this is my description after watching this. Someone took a script of the fog, right? The movie right. The Fog, uh-huh. ripped out five pages and made oh. that movie. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I haven't watched The Fog in a long time, so I, I love The Fog. Talking about, but I, I love The Fog. So basically, the, the people on the island are possessed and they worship like this demon. Okay. Right, so this demon is possessing the people that are on the island, and the mom apparently was possessed, and that's why they wanted her back, and that drew – they wanted her daughter to be on the island and be possessed, I guess, as well. So that one guy that she meets at the bar is like, you got out of here. He's trying to help her to get off the island because he – someone needs to be awake on the island is his, his excuse or you know, the writer's excuse of – her getting help on the island, so right, right. You know he's trying to help her to get off, um, but it's just I was looking forward to it. The, I like the synopsis. I like being uh, secluded on this island. Uh, you know, it's not a hot, lot of horror movies <clears throat> surrounded by mm-hmm. water, except for like that. What was it? Zombie that foreign zombie movie back yeah, in yeah, the seventies. Yeah. I love that movie, by the way. That is a great movie. Um, but I was like into it. I like Jocelyn Donahue from House of the Devil. Uh, nice. But it just – it didn't – wasn't amazing. That first – I paused it because I'm like this is getting – this movie is an hour and 23 minutes. I paused it <laughs> at an hour – where did I pause it? I think I paused it at an hour not knowing it was an hour because nothing happened yet. And I go, oh my god! I got twenty three minutes left. What? What's go- <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> Why did you pause it though? Like you just it, because I, you were like, what's like? I need to know how much time's left. Like, I what, pause. You- I pause a lot to see how much I have left. That's like oh. another thing I do in movies. Okay, I get it. Yeah, I do that. Okay, I'm just like, all right, things need to start kicking off. We're at like, we're at like an out. You know. I could tell we're in the movie. The beats are supposed to be, you know, first act, second act, third act. Like I, and I could kind of do that math as far as like, all right, things need to start kicking off here. Mm-hmm. All right, we go. We got ten minutes left. Oh, we're definitely gonna know who's the killer. You know, you just right. know these yep. beats. So I just paused it because I'm like, nothing major has happened yet. How <laughs> far do, am I? It was like an hour. And I'm like, God damn, they're really gonna pack this this in. So was the last twenty two or whatever minutes fucking amazing? Or no, no, not at all. <laughs> it's her like running around just trying to uh, get off the island. There's like a scene with the you know the bridges up and she's turning, trying to turn it on. She's watching the tape, like the training video of how the bridge goes down. To <laughs> it's like, wait, why are we doing this? Why are we? Why are we watching her watching a training video of how the bridge works? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
It's not that good of a movie. It's a four on ten. It's it's. I don't recommend it. I wanted to. I love horror movies. Uh, I love Shudder. Uh, again, I you know we have a guy from your next. We got this girl from House of the Devil. I feel like it's all in that same camp of like T Ty West that we're gonna talk about a little later. I feel like they're all like in that same nice. group type thing. So not here though. Not right. here. Upsetting. All upsetting. Right. All right. We got two. We got two. Two left. I, I, okay, so how do you – what do you want to do first? I think we should do – I think we'll have more fun with the Hulu than the theater watch, right? right. Let's do X. Right? Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do X. All right. I mean that's a little um, – it's uh, confusing if you're listening to this. I don't know. I, I mean I had more fun with X. But I think the review is going to be more fun. Well, I had more fun with X because we were both watching it at the same time and not knowing. Yeah. So that was like a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we both kind of spoiled our feelings. No, you're talking about Deep Water. Oh, I'm sorry. Deep yeah. Water. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we were literally watching at the same time and I just happened to text you. Uh, okay. That's, let's save that. That's let's last. That. Okay. All X. Right. Let's do X. We're talking about X. All right. We, want, we, will, we both went to the theater. Theater trip. Now, Pete. Yes, sir. Your theater trips are, um, you know, they're legendary. <laughs> okay. And to some people, not me. On more than one occasion, <laughs> on this very show that we are on right now, you've told me, in no less words than this, yeah. I'm never going to the theater again. Like, you've said this. I have. More than one time. To Correct. Me. Like, to my face. Yes. Um, I found out you went to see Studio 666 at the theater. That yep. was surprising. And now you said you're going to see X because you were you really wanted some uh, popcorn, like some theater popcorn. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Are your restrictions tampering off? Like, are you not? You just the COVID thing is. It, are you done with it? What's no, 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 no. It's kicking oh, back. No, no, no. It's kicking back up again. Actually, I'm getting a little bit more. Uh... <laughs> Get a little bit more skeeved out with uh, human beings. So, right. was there a lot of people in your screening? I think there was maybe maybe ten. Right. Did anything happen in your screening? No, nothing happened in the screening to uh, to talk about. It was thoroughly disappointing, but I, I'm sure you're happy about that, right? Always a blast when I can get through it without a hiccup. Yes, mm. I was talking a lot during this movie, so someone's probably mad at me. Why were you talking? I was just whispering to my wife about things. Are you? Do you do that often? No, but I I know when to do it. When when do you do it? <laughs> like when there's like loud music and shit. Like oh, no, no but, one's gonna hear me. But okay, so you wait like you're literally waiting for loud music to happen, and then what is it that you like? You have a question, or you have a thought that you give to Michelle? Yeah, like a thought, or like. Oh, okay. Like you, like a like a prediction. Like oh. yeah, she likes she likes being spoiled. She wants to know everything before oh. watching. Oh shit! Yeah, like I could tell her. Oh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield show up in Spider Man. Well, Let's watch it. She needs to get together <laughs> with Jess, and they have to go to the theater all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jess will fucking guess until she gets it right, and Michelle will be like, "Oh, that's awesome! You told me it." <sighs> no, she. I... Lo- My wife loves spoilers. All right. So is that what you're doing? That's what you're whispering during? Like you're making predictions? Yeah, or like, um, you know, because this is like just, you know, people are getting 
killed left and right. So it's just like, all right, how many people are left? I think <laughs> I think we got like two left. You know, stuff like that. Mm. I'm okay. not ta- I'm not talking about not, like so- other things. I'm talking about the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna go to the Apple Store after this? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, one other person. Oh, and uh, nobody behind me. And it worked out because, and this is not telling for the for the movie whatsoever. But uh, I'm in the middle of uh, fantasy basketball playoffs, so I could just pop my phone on whenever I wanted to, and I was very happy about that. I didn't do it often, but it's a very intense day for me in fantasy ba- basketball, ladies mm. and gentlemen. I, I just wanted to say that, and I had to check a couple times, but I was okay with it because there's literally no one behind me, nobody in this. I'll allow that. I'll allow behind. Yes. Not so, uh, excuse me. Not side by side. Can't not on the side of you. It has to right. be. Behind. I would never do. It. I would never do it if anyone was uh, in the same row as me or behind me. I would never do that. I did that for solo. I re- I was on the bit. This was before I was on the Benchcast every week. Solo. I I knew I was a guest on. Actually, that was when I recorded that kid who worked there that was talking to me oh, about the Christmas God. special, right? Yes. But I was sitting the back row because yeah. I was writing notes about Solo for the binge cast. Nice. Because I was like, you know, I was just trying to, you know, be all nerdy. Yeah. But I was last row and no one was near me. So You don't do that anymore? You don't know, You don't write notes for the binge cast? No, I'm on the show. What am I, I going to get fired? No, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was by myself for Solo. This, right. you know, was, you're um, solo for solo. I, I like when you can't find the sounder quick enough, so you just sing it. <laughs> I don't even have my sounder board up. I'm just looking at the my notes and IMDb for X right now. That's it. Oh, did you write those notes in the movie? Oh, you didn't. We just no, 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 no. Okay. All right, so X, X. Let's read. Uh, let's read the synopsis here. In 1979. A group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas. But when their reclusive, elderly hosts catch them in the act, the cast find themselves fighting for their lives. Um, did you know the like specific synopsis going into this? Yes. I watched the trailer. Okay. I, I, I watched the trailer when it first came out. I was very excited about it. Mm-hmm. I never, you know, I never saw anything else again going into it. So I will have to I will say this right at the hop. Um, this movie turned out not kind of being what I expected it to be. Would it? Oh, can you explain what you expected it to be, or would that be a spoiler? I well, this was no, not spoiler. Um, yeah, maybe spoiler. I'll say this: somebody had come onto the uh, on to the Facebook. Okay, you know what? You know what that is? You have that. That's like um, that Mark Zuckerberg uh, webpage. Somebody said on Facebook, they watched it and they're like, this is the best Texas Chainsaw. Oh, that's right. Yeah. uh, Prequel ever or sequel ever. And I was kind of like that fit into my narrative, into my brain of what I thought this movie was going to be like. Right. I knew they were making a porn and I knew it was a massacre. I just that's all I knew going into it. I thought it was going to be some sort of. Leatherface type character mm, okay. taking out kids because they're fucking in his backyard or some shit. That's that's what I'm going into it thinking about. 
Um, the synopsis, the elderly hosts catch them in the act. No idea. Not, not even on my radar going into this. Okay, maybe that's where... Yeah, I didn't know who, I guess, the killer was by the trailer, I guess is... Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So I guess um, same, same page, I guess. All right, yeah. I just, I just, I, I was expecting like an old school slasher film. And uh, I'll be honest with you, what we got is a little bit more M. Night Shyamalan than old school. <laughs> I was slasher. thinking The Visit a lot during this. Yes, yeah, I was thinking old a lot during this. I was also thinking jackass as well <laughs> what i was just thinking is that spike jones as that old lady <laughs> that's all i was thinking about and it turns out because obviously it's super obvious how horrendous the old makeup was because yeah. spoiler alert the person that's playing that old lady yeah is the lead actress in this movie. Yeah. Now, I, shit I, like that. Okay, well, go, go, go. I was go. just going to say, this, I started thinking about this, uh, you know, halfway through the movie or so, whatever. At some point during the movie, I'm like, it's the same fucking person I'm mm-hmm. looking at right here. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I did the same thing afterwards. I kind of looked it up and I was like, oh, yep. <laughs> I... Midnight Mass bothered me because the, the old makeup was terrible. Like, there are old people out there that want work. Just like there's, I don't know, a paraplegic that wants work. Give them the work. A one-armed guy from yeah. fucking, I don't know, Toxic Avenger. Give that guy work. <laughs> God, that is such a great <laughs> reference. Oh, my God. That's reference of the year. Right <laughs> Oh my god. Like I, first of all, there's no point in having someone that's in the movie play yeah. the old person unless you are doing a fucking time travel jump that right. makes her become that old person down the road. Right. Uh, so spoiler spoiler alert for that effect. There's no there's no <laughs> sci-fi kind of supernatural thing um time jump thing involved in this film correct right okay but it's just like hire why can't you hire an old person i don't i don't get it dude i don't it's so stupid i fucking hate it i know like you're gonna get the makeup artist work but you could give an old person work i mean there is some physicality i guess at the end between both of the old characters that they have to do, but that that's fine. That's when you throw in the people in the old makeup, right? Like yeah, that. So you put a stunt, stunt person dressed right. as old. Yeah. Absolutely. Sell the old people to us. Like the visit, those are old people. Right. And it works. Right. It doesn't work. I'm sorry. The old makeup is is not working nowadays. Yes. I don't know what's going on here. All right, that aside, though. Okay, so okay. I know, but I know you. I know you couldn't put that aside. No, not at all. Okay, that was a lot of whispering. How bad is that makeup? <laughs> I, you know, at some point, I, I really did try to put that aside because um, there's some things in this film, like there's some editing, there's some weird editing, which I kind of enjoyed. 
Okay. Did you like that? The the cut editing and I did. It was a very it was mood it was a mood setter editing. Yes. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. I really loved this transition that he did. It was really cool to me. Yes. It made no sense playing these scenes back to back to back to back, but as a transition, it really worked for me. Yep. I liked it. All right, cool. Yes. Um, camera work and all that kind of shit really worked for me. The uh, soundtrack really worked for me. Um, I love the the young actors. Like, I love the look of the young actors, okay? Because they're not overly, um, like, physically fucking gorgeous. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they look like 70s porn people is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're just... They're kind, they all look like fucking drugged out fucking people trying to fucking uh, be get famous. Like they really fit the part. This is ex- like what I'm explaining. Like what I'm um, describing to you is exactly what their character is, and they really fit that part. And I really enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, it's like taking these kids and then recasting them and putting them in the 1974 Texas Chainsaw, and you know, not batting an eye at all. Absolutely right. Yep. Yeah. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. So what we get is um out of the synopsis, I don't we don't want to spoil any well, I, I imagine we spoiled something at this point, but um well, what, what what the old the old lady? Yeah, but I mean it says it in the synopsis, so you're right. Mm. Um yeah. these yeah, these these uh these kids, not well, you can't even call them kids. I mean the 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 main guy that's putting this together. He even says is uh, he's 42 years old. Um, but the, they are making a porn movie in this um, house that is on the land of this farmer that they've rented. Yeah. And uh, we get, yeah, we get like a porn shoot basically. And it's, uh, it's pretty a lot well of it actually. <laughs> I really like, it's really well done. I like it. I, and I like the characters. Like I said, uh, they're not over the top. They're not fucking cheesy. Uh, they really fucking like Britney Snow's really good in this movie. This yes. might be the best movie I've ever seen her in. Like it's not even close. Yeah, she's great. Um, this uh, this fucking Kid Cudi, this fucking black guy is hilarious in this film. He's, I, I didn't know it was Kid Cudi until after the movie. He's fucking great. Yeah, I love him in this film. Um, Martin Henderson is the the guy I was just talking about, the executive producer guy. He's good. Uh, they're all good. Uh, the whole fucking crew of this porn movie is really really good um then we get the old people which we've already complained about in the old makeup and it's <laughs> it's distracting almost every second that they're on screen mm-hmm. all right um so overall as a horror film um lover like yes. how did you feel about the pre- presentation of this whole film it had a lot of mo- had a lot of great moments it had a lot of downtime too mm-hmm. like for it to kick off, it took a long time. And then wa- almost the why, the why are they dying, right. isn't so – I don't buy it. Not that I don't buy it. I don't enjoy the why. I'm not, I, I understand. I totally understand. I just like – I wanted what you wanted. Um, yeah, yeah. Like a masked killer or I don't know. It was, you know, there's some religious tones. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this movie, which um, 
Yeah, there's a, like a religious twist at the end. Which I didn't need. Right? Nobody did. Meant, <laughs> meant nothing to me uh-huh. because nobody brings up someone's past or upbringing mm-hmm. at all. It meant mm-hmm. nothing. Nope. None of their past. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter to the plot. You're right. <laughs> uh, so like when that happened, I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, I don't know. I think I just needed a little bit more juice as to the why. Yeah, I'm with you. The, I tried to, I was trying to explain, like I didn't, I went by myself. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I didn't bring TJ because I thought this was going to be a little too adult and I was right. Uh, and I didn't, and Jess was working, but I even told Jess, I'm like, you're not going to like this. And I was right on that too. You know, especially when someone gets stabbed 75 times in a row, yeah. um, she was going to tap out right there. But I was trying to explain this to her after she was asking about me about it. And I was just kind of like, it came down to, I don't, I don't you know, someone's really horny <laughs> and, and they don't get what they want. I mean, that is my, if I was going to do one of my synopsis, that's what it is. <laughs> and I don't want to say that there should be a why, because in Texas Chainsaw, they're just psychopaths, right? That's the why. Yeah. But there is a why. I just don't enjoy the why. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, yeah, a I... movie doesn't need even need to have a why. You're right. But if you give me a why, it better, it better be worth it. But at the same time, this and exactly what I was asking for, like the, not asking for, but expecting this to be a slot, like so they could have literally wrote into this the old person's son, right? Like <laughs> he lives in the fucking attic, and he he saw one of the kids wrong his mom, and he goes on the rampage, right? It's it's almost the same movie, yeah. Like, kills and all that kind of shit. <clears throat> But I almost kind of respect this for being a little bit weird in that aspect. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, whether I agree with that. No, no, yeah. I don't – you don't have to agree with that. I'm no. just saying I respect it because it's just a little bit M. Night Shyamalan when it comes to that aspect of it. <laughs> I Listen, I'm not – You a love guy. M. Night Shyamalan. No, I'm, I don't. <laughs> There's a lot of movies where I just cannot stand what he's done. But you're like, they're going to drive out and it's going to be 2015 when they drive across that road. <laughs> I was just like, I, I kind of like that. It's you're not your generic fucking serial killer dude coming out of the attic, defending his parents or whatever. Like we just watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Um, almost the exact same plot I'm describing, right? His mom got wronged and he started fucking killing everybody. Wait, did you watch that? I don't think you reviewed that. Did you review that? Oh, I don't know if I did. Maybe I wasn't on. But yeah, I watched that. Did you like it? No, I hated it. <laughs> oh, I liked it. Oh, you did? No, I didn't. I, uh, I, I, I thought they were just trying to do too much with it. It was stupid. The bus scene with the fucking fucking influencer fucking camera guys obviously but that would happen right because uh, i, I want to get into texas Chainsaw, but how fucking badass was leatherface though come on no he, I mean, he was okay uh, fuck that movie <laughs> okay. listen this is way better than that movie uh, in my eyes <laughs> this in puts the eyes. x in texas <laughs> <laughs> this is way better than that movie because it just it just it made you on edge it made me uncomfortable it i was for the most, like this this dude that came in with me in the theater, he came in late. I was in like 
a lot of the movie by myself, and I was uncomfortable. I was sitting by myself, and I was like, <clears throat> "This is weird. This is a weird fucking movie." You like, did Paul Rubens it, did you? No. Oh, okay. Fucking not nothing to do with that. I didn't want to. <laughs> it made me not want to have sex out of her again. <laughs> um, so many uncomfortable scenes and just so many fucking awkward moments. I was just like, and I appreciated that. I liked it. I liked feeling a little bit different in one of these slasher films. That I'm not saying I loved the film. I'm just saying I appreciated that he did something a little bit different. I don't even like Ty West that much. Like he hasn't really even done anything that I can say I loved. Yeah, like I'm not seeing this movie because of Ty West. I'm seeing this movie because of the trailer. It looked fucking really interesting to me. And I will be honest, the A24 fucking you know logo on it. Like yeah. they've done some good stuff. Like Hereditary is one of my favorite horror movies of the past fucking twenty years. Yeah, I I'm down with uh, what they're doing and what they're trying to promote. And that's what interests me in this film. And when it got down to it, I thought it was going to be generic, and it wasn't. And that's why I appreciate it a little bit more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm with you. Okay. Um. Yeah, I like this. I like the score. I like all. I liked all the um, porn production people. Really good. Yeah. Really great. At times, I'm like, like. You know, there's a what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six. I was kind of losing track of who was left. Like I said, I was whispering. Yeah. Like, how many we got fucking left here? Um, and so, there's, there's actually one scene when she's hiding at the end, and the old people are talking, and they totally explain it to you. Oh yeah, know. oh yeah, they're just <laughs> she's in the basement, and I gotta. <laughs> I know that was the worst because that was the only way that the girl under the bed knew that there was someone else. That was like I was just like, oh come on! You could have just had her go outside and hear her scream from the inside. That's it. Um, yeah, they they were all great. I um, again, the old people a little issue. The the, the husband I liked a little bit better because he didn't have too much old makeup on. Right. Um. Again, the why was a little weird for me. It just seemed. I don't know. It seemed like something that would have been done a long time ago. I guess it was, though. Now that I think about it, it's not the first time they've done something like this. I mean, I guess. Right? We don't know what the hell was going on there. No. I'm, right? There's Listen, there's, I, there's two scenes at the end of this movie that made me fucking laugh out loud. <laughs> and they both involve a shotgun in the front door. Um, they were fucking incredible. That was very jackass is what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Spike Jones flew backwards. Just fucking amazing fucking scenes. Like so shocking and so amazing. I fucking loved them. I love when a movie can, and you're right. This is, this is a slow burn for a lot of it. But at the same time, that slow burn involves like porn scenes. So it's okay. <laughs> like I'm okay with sitting here and watching Britney Stowe topless getting banged for fucking twenty minutes. I'm okay with that. Zach and Miri make a porno. It's Zach and Miri make a porno horror movie. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um the the scene where she goes swimming in the fucking pond that over the head shot was such a fucking oh, great shot. Amazing shot, man. Great I love shot. It. 
That you, was scary. And you knew that was going to pay off. Oh, yeah. Right? You fucking knew that was going to happen. And that paid off fucking gloriously. Another fucking almost like laugh out loud moment for me. There's this, this had a lot of great payoffs. Uh, I really liked, I liked fucking uh, Wayne, the producer dude, going to help her look for her boyfriend and his fucking <laughs> tiny fucking. Oh, my God. His fucking junk. Fucking yeah. Thing. It was a weird, like, diaper-looking underwear. It was... <laughs> it was. He had, like, not that I was looking down there, but it looked like he had, I don't know. A sock? A sock. <laughs> but that would fit his character, too, so it might be. Yeah, might be right? That's a really good point. Because I love the way that guy walked, like, his arms all out. Like, he's fucking, like, I just loved everything about these porn characters. They were right on key for me, man. They were really good. Um, I, I don't know. I ended up really liking this movie specifically because of those payoffs at the end. Uh, they were not, not the religious twist I was talking about, but the, the, uh, shotgun scenes were just fucking incredible for me. I love it. <laughs> All uh, right. What's your rating? Uh, this is a really, really hard seven for me. All right. So I have a seven written down, but it, the two of us talking, it sounds like you like it a little bit more than me. So I'm just going to go. Uh, I'm just going to go 6.5 for here. All right. All right. But I could be a hard seven. You could be a soft seven. That's nah. A... All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love two at the end when the cop gets asked. He's like, what do you think happened here, Captain? He's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. That's a trailer <laughs> moment, right? It's just great. <laughs> oh, my God. I, and, and you know what? I actually was kind of waiting to get back. To that. Yeah. Thought we were going to get a little bit more there, almost like like a Night of the Living Dead ending kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I thought we were going to get a little bit more of the investigation or something. Right. Because, nope. the, you know, you open with it, you're going to. But they had no idea. It was so stupid. <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> You're right. You're right. And they just fucking say it right on camera in dialogue. <laughs> Should we do like a pee break before we get to this next one? You cool with that? Uh, yeah. I don't need one, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Hold your little bladder. The show will fucking raise him soon. Stand up, little bitcher. A broken seal is really bad with vodka and beers too. You know I need a pee break soon. So come on, Jim Law. Come on, Peter. I don't want to piss on the floor. I'm the one who wants a pee break soon. Deep inside, I know you need one too. Waited since the start of your reviews. Just wanted to take a Took a surprise move. I took a move. Didn't need one roll. I needed to. I fucking needed to. Waited for some more to exit through. Oh, just wanted to take a pee break soon. Yeah. I'm the one who wants a pee break soon. Oh, God. Deep inside, I know you. All right. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. <sighs> All right. When you said, you honestly, when you said, 
uh, can we take a pee break before we do what that last one? I was like, what movie? What, what last one are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I just figured this is going to be maybe a hair longer than we think. Oh, God damn. Or it's going to be real quick. I don't know. Um, no, I'm pretty sure it's going to be long. Okay. <laughs> All right. We watched uh, Deep Water. This is uh, brand new on Hulu. And we are not ashamed to say we immediately both tapped into this because of the flack, right? Absolutely. He is uh, he is a draw for us. We see Affleck is going to be in this fucking uh, sexual noir thriller. We're like, we're down. We're going to watch this. Well, we love this last one, the tender bar. Yeah, that was a good time. Right, and that, that was, was straight to like Amazon. So we're in on that. Absolutely. He, uh, Gone Girl, we love. So this feels like in that wheelhouse. Yep. So absolutely. let's go. Let's go. Uh, a well-to-do husband. Okay, this synopsis has already pissed me off. All right, while you make your own up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to read this because okay. I need to get through this just so we can talk about the synopsis afterwards. Yeah. A well-to-do husband who allows his wife to have affairs in order to avoid a divorce, becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance of her lovers. Okay. All right. Did you read that synopsis before you watched this? Yes. And I think I made up my own synopsis as I was watching it. And I'm like, when are they going to talk about that? <laughs> what is what is the synopsis? All right. You made so up? I think I made up the synopsis of he lets his wife – have affairs because he cheated. I think I made up that part in my well, I did make up that part in my head. Wait, so you went into this movie thinking that? Is that what you're saying? I thought yeah, I thought he cheated once before. This is a big thing. This and then a- and then she go and then she's like, Well, I'm just gonna sleep around. We're not gonna get a divorce, but I'm just gonna sleep around. You're gonna allow it because you cheated on me. Right. And then he starts killing off all the guys. That's right. what I thought. <laughs> Peter, this is a huge deal. This is a huge deal for me. Because first of all, I didn't read this synopsis. So yeah. I, I just knew it was going to be some sexual fucking thriller. But what you're saying to me right now is never, ever discussed in the movie. No, like, there it's is, not. There is no reason this well-to-do husband, which I don't even know what the fuck that means allows his wife to have affairs that from the get-go of this film i'm just i'm waiting for like the reason why this fucking cunt is allowed to do what she's doing okay there's no reason no that's ever explained in the film absolutely no mention of why ben affleck puts up with this okay so maybe to assume he likes it it's a kink Obviously it isn't because he fucking hates every fucking guy that his wife gets with. Why the fuck is this the major fucking plot point of the film? And it is never, ever discussed through any point of this film why it is happening. Also, if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, in that synopsis, allows his wife to have affairs in order to avoid a divorce. Right. Do they ever even discuss divorcing? They do. It comes up okay. <laughs> once when she says, what are you going to do? Divorce me? Which would make you assume 
that you have some sort of knowledge as to why that isn't an option. But no, there is no discussion at all throughout this movie whatsoever. Do we understand why divorce is not an option? I but think it is well, in the dialogue that we we're supposed we we're assumed to know why they're not getting divorced. I think the only the only dialogue is we have a we have a child. But think what, what? I think that's his or we are a family. I think that's I think that's Affleck uh, character name Vic is the only reason to not divorce is because they have a family now dysfunctional as fuck, but he is holding on to that shit like glue. Okay, again, that makes no sense whatsoever because, <laughs> as described in the movie, his life is mountain biking and hanging out with his daughter. He seems to be the greatest father of all time. He has no need for his wife, which is very apparent throughout the film because she is barely ever home. She is always out getting drunk with fucking friends or fucking boyfriends or <laughs> not even fucking coming home some nights. Or just fucking in front of Ben. The, exactly. <laughs> there is no need for this woman in this child and Vic's life at all whatsoever. I am so fucking confused as to why they remain together. There's, I needed a scene, Pete, where there is a discussion of why he allows her to do this. It never fucking happens. It unless, never happens. Unless I read it and again I just put in, oh, because he cheated on her. Yes, you did. That is not discussed <laughs> in this film. Like, either show that, or not show that, just explain that. Oh, you cheated on him, so now you're allowing me to do this. But we're keeping the family together to raise our daughter together. I'll allow it, I'll allow it. Or um, she has some kind of, like, dirt on him. Or, um, I don't know, fucking she'd take all his money or something if she, I don't don't know. But none of this is discussed. These are all great options. (laughs) For the plot. They are. They are all great options to throw into the plot at some point, but they are never, ever included. This is fucking unbelievably bad. I This fucking wife character is one of the most disgustingly annoying fucking people I have ever watched on screen. I can't stand no, a second. I can't stand a second of her being on screen. Any... Amount of dialogue that comes out of her fucking mouth annoys me. Anything she does, she's fucking with somebody. She that that guy dies. The next scene, she's with another guy, and she's the happiest girl on earth. I fucking I can't even fathom how this is a character in a movie. It is that bad for me. I I'm so I'm so fucking angry at this movie. There's so many things that this movie. We do commentaries of movies we love. Like, this could be a great commentary, this by the way. This could be an amazing commentary. <laughs> I thought about that exact same thing while watching it. But I want to piggyback off something you said of her dating someone the next day. It's Ben Affleck. His character will just, I don't know, go to a bar or, I don't know, go to a restaurant or, I don't know, drive down the street. His wife's there with a girl. <laughs> like, he runs into – her and the new boy randomly it's amazing <laughs> it's oh it's unbelievable it's fucking incredible 
and the title is fucking terrible. It, it's it's so stupid. <laughs> I, I, I'm led to assume it means some sort of plot point in the movie, and I think if that's the point, um, it's like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's it's so ridiculously stupid. It's so uh, oh my god! I hate the title. I hate this guy. I, I when I texted you, I said I've said the word. I've called this woman a cunt four times, and I'm 20 minutes into the film. Um, you were watching it. Well, same you didn't time. tell me what movie you were watching. You just said right. that, and then I sent you uh, a picture of me watching yeah. Deep Water and on a. Whatever her name is was on screen. I sent you that picture, and you go, "Yep, that's her." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Oh shit, we're watching the same movie at the same time right now. It's amazing." Right around that time, I was I was just about to text you. I was just like, "I, I need I need for this to, to salvage this film. I need Ben Affleck to kill everybody but the little kid." By the end of the movie, I wanted him to kill the little kid too. Like I wanted everyone fucking murdered in this film. I. <sighs> Everybody in the film. I honest like okay. So reading that synopsis, like we're going, we're going by this IMDb. We're uh, dissecting this fucking synopsis because this is all we have. So uh, becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance of her lovers. I like that idea, mm-hmm. right? But obviously, she has a new boyfriend every day. So it's like, how many fucking people is this guy gonna fucking kill? Because uh, it would take years and years, or weeks and weeks, to meet new people and say hi, and then meet at this place. But whatever. But, like, I wanted fucking gruesome killings. Yeah. I wanted, like, I <laughs> I don't want to bring it up too soon. I wanted something to happen in this snail farm. Like, I needed something to happen here. I needed a kill to go down here. I needed... They even bring up a good way to kill someone with snails and they don't even use it. <laughs> it fucking drove me up the wall. But I wanted like Affleck to – I wanted like one of the boyfriends to go home to his apartment, the right. boyfriend's apartment. Affleck's there. He's got the whole place fucking tarped out. He's got right. fucking scalpels in his head. Like I yeah. wanted sick ass mm-hmm. Ben Affleck shit. Yes, That's the movie I wanted. But even that, those scenes aren't satisfying. They're not. No, they're, they're red. They're terrible. They're, yeah, they're stupid and perchance and fucking awkward, and they and they're just dumb. And um, I I came up with theory near the end of the film, and I'm like, Affleck can do what he wants at this point in his life. Like he really can. Like you know, what I mean, he doesn't. I don't think he needs any more money. I don't think. Like I think he can pick what he wants. I think. I think the tender bar. Yeah, is a very good example of that. A very fucking f- fun, dialogue-driven, fucking heartwarming fucking movie where he just shows up and he's just like a really cool character and it was awesome. And I feel like that should be his fucking career right now. Almost George Clooney-esque. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You're thinking, why the fuck did he sign on to this film? And there's one scene, and I figured out why he signed on to this film. Because he gets to put his face in the ass of this fucking hot chick that was in this Bond girl. She was in the fuck. She's the latest Bond girl. And knives out. And knives out. He gets to put his face right in her asshole. <laughs> That's the only reason he signed on to this. Well, movie. they dated in real life. Oh, while they're filming this? 
I don't know if it was during or after, but this was right before the whole getting back with Jennifer Lopez. This is who he was with. It's the only thing that makes sense to me. These two were together during the pandemic. I know that. He's he's reading the script and he's like, oh, my God, this is fucking – this is uh, – no, no, no. Wait a minute. Uh, do I eat her ass here? Yep. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, if I ben Asflick? <laughs> Just call me Ben Asflick. I'm right there. Oh, you didn't tell me I get to eat her ass. I'm, I'm definitely in. Sign me up. I don't even care how it ends. I don't even care how it ends. Just sign me up. Anna Day Armas. Wait, I got another thing to say before I lose track here. All right. He's got two buddies, right? Mm-hmm. Two two uh, friends. Uh, Dash, Mihawk or Mahawk. We know that he's like that um, redhead guy. And Lil Rel, Lil Rel, Lil Ray. Lil Ray, right? These two guys are in a completely different movie. They are in a goddamn rom-com. And when they show up, I go, okay, oh, oh, are we are we in a rom, like a fucking uh, twisty rom-com? Like, I'm trying to, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's a movie out there where it's like, it's funny but dark, like a funny dark movie. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's what we're in. Maybe that's what we're doing here. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. You're absolutely right. But I think that 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 movie could have been way better here. Yeah, absolutely. So this the the other guy, the white guy that you're talking about, um, he's Bunch from Ray Donovan. If anyone watches Ray Donovan, he's Bunch. Okay, and he's a great character in Bond. I mean, in Ray Donovan, right? Like he's the slow brother, and he always makes the wrong choice and all that kind of shit. And he's shown up in some good shit over the years. But I'm with you in that when these two guys show up, it's it's a way better movie, right? Like when they're in the pool, it's funny. When they're getting interviewed by the cops, they're funny. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're talking to him uh, out at a party and they're just saying shit that no one else wants to say. They're funny. Yeah. But not I'm, you're so right on point by saying it's com- two completely different movies because everything else around those scenes tries to play itself off as this fucking sexual thriller. And it's so embarrassing. It's so fucking horrible. Pete. <laughs> it's so terrible. Oh, my God. Well, like I, I can't even fucking fathom how bad this movie is. It's well, you can. You saw it. Look at Lil 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 Ray Lil Ray Lil Ray. Yeah, he's the comic relief in Get Out. Remember? That, like, yes, that guy. Like that works. That flows. He is over the top funny in that movie. In a movie that is deeply disturbing, right? Yeah. In this movie, you get him, but at the same time, it just doesn't flow. There's no flow there. It doesn't fucking work. Because you honestly want to kind of just stay with these two guys because it seems like they're living in a reality that we understand. And the the rest of the movie is just this fucking nonsense that doesn't make any sense to anybody. It's so stupid. I fucking 
I can't believe this movie is made. I can't believe they get an A-list actor like Affleck. And it actually question it makes me question if he's an A-list actor at this point. The fuck would he do a movie like this for? It is so embarrassingly bad. <laughs> you you said it before, he got to eat ass. He got to eat that ass. That is why he did this movie. There's oh. no other reason for him to do this. He is Listen, I know he's done some he's done some stuff, but Project Greenlight, he reads scripts. He's there for production. He knows what it takes to make a movie from fucking point A to point Z. Great point. This he did not point. see or read this script or see where where the beats are and well, ca- ca- <laughs> well, to to the defense of what you're saying, none of the Project Greenlight movies are that great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But he's he's not only is he an actor, he is very behind the scenes too. Absolutely. So like, uh, he won an Oscar for screenwriting. I mean, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> like what the hell happened here? And it's almost 2 hours too. He, I, I, this this is this is it's really perplexing to me why he's involved in this. I don't know. Like, this is worse than we make fun of uh, Bruce Willis nowadays because hmm. he literally shows up. Every, he's like the straight to DVD guy if that still existed, right? Like, he shows up in a million movies. Yeah. I've seen a handful of those that are way better than <laughs> what the fuck this movie is. <sighs> this is fucking horrendous. This was almost like. I was thinking about Mother a lot while I was watching this, like where where Jennifer Lawrence or where Ben Affleck is the Jennifer Lawrence character <laughs> because I'm like, all right, someone's sitting on my sink. This is ridiculous. Oh, my wife is fucking in the piano room. Like it's just like a guy in this house being tortured by other people in this house. That's it. with his wife fucking other people why is he never okay with it like that's that's it that's the sentence that's the question i have for the movie if he's okay with his wife fucking other guys why is he never okay with it well he's not okay with it law that's the movie that's why they die but why was it ever established that he was okay with it that's what i don't get because it says here on IMDb, in order to avoid a divorce. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is terrible. It's so dumb. And then the dude, you know, the, uh, the the piano player dude? Yeah. So this is the one of the main characters from Euphoria, the fucking TV show. Okay. And he's the worst human being on earth in that show. So he shows up, and I'm like, of course he does. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, who else would you cast in this goddamn fucking movie as the the fucking biggest douchebag ever than this guy? Oh, I was just like, there's so many people here that I think, oh, this could be good. You know what I mean? Like, this, this is a pretty cool cast. You got the one guy, Don Wilson, who suspects him the entire film – and yet they're hanging out in the snail room like they're best buddies. It's just so fucking it's just so dumb. It's just so fucking awful. I, I and another thing is <clears throat> listen, I don't I don't know how many homewreckers are out there listening to this show. But if you <laughs> if you meet a girl out at a bar, hey, come over to my house. 
Okay, cool. Oh, who the fuck's this guy? Oh, it's yeah. just my husband, right. Ben Affleck. Oh, when, and what's that? Oh, that's my daughter. Yeah. Wait, what? Right. I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> find them. She could literally find them any day of the week. Like she, she has no problem finding these guys. Right. Yeah. Like a guy fucking disappears or dies. The next day, she has another guy, and they're hanging out with their her husband. The next day. Oh, yeah. it's really cool. It's really cool that you you let me hang out with your wife, man. That's cool. Like that first guy, that oh. Joel Dash, the fucking long haired douchebag. Yeah, I'm like this. This is the worst. This is the worst fucking dialogue in <laughs> movie. This I just I couldn't stand the movie. Fucking 15 minutes in, and it got worse from there. It, it got worse from there. Like I was literally amazed at how bad this movie kept getting for me and i thought like i kept giving it the benefit of the doubt i'm like okay we're gonna something something's gonna be explained or maybe this is the wrong genre maybe i thought it was gonna be a different genre we're gonna get a different genre (laughs) (laughs) oh those snails those fucking goddamn snails and then he's got like and there's so many red herrings with the snails. Like he's he's got a box of snail shells when he's driving up to the fucking gorge. Yeah, it means nothing. Like why do you even show that? I don't get it. The snails are stupid. Oh my god. And like he's th- the one guy, the the fucking old friend, uh, American Horror Story guy is like, yo, let's cook up, let's cook up some of them snails, bro. Right. And Netflix like, no, dude. You, the you, snails are not for eating. <laughs> Wait, what's that, bro? The snails are not for eating. And that's like supposed to be powerful. I know. And then uh, and then you can't eat them anyway because you have to starve them for a week because or else they'll be poisonous. And I'm like, oh, spoiler alert to how you're going to kill someone. No. You could have used that fucking snail technique for every death. Oh, my God. Foreshadowing. Nope. Nope. Not foreshadowing. (laughs) For snailing. No, like that could have been his way of killing all the boyfriends and I would have accepted it. Oh, my God. He's like a bar. He's the tender bar for all the boyfriends, by the way. I've noticed (laughs) she makes him bring drinks to them all the time. He gets mad when they're making out in the other room and he smashes dishes together. <laughs> we got to do a com- – I think we need to do a commentary. This is a, this is a definite commentary. Like, oh I will God. not stop talking the entire movie. I will not <laughs> – I will never have nothing to talk about during this movie. There's been movies where I'm silent. No, not this one. Yeah, this is uh, – I watched this by myself. Did you watch this uh, with your wife? No, I watched it by myself at work. Did Did your wife have questions about this? She, she said <laughs> – I, I came home and I said it was the worst. She said I started watching it and I shut it off 50 minutes in. I couldn't I couldn't do it. Oh, wow. Good on her. I told my wife this is fucking terrible. This and is the worst. It's fucking probably the worst movie of 2022. I I am absolutely agreeing with that comment. And is it is it heavy like that because of Affleck, right? It is. It, it, it definitely factors in because – I personally, 
not even personally, you and I, we watched this because of Affleck blindly. We were just like, yep, Affleck's got a new movie come out. We're going to watch it. He's, he's that status to us right now. Yeah. I don't know how many people are that status. I know maybe Tom Cruise, right? We're going to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, is there, what other fucking actor is he going to come up with a movie? Maybe Ryan Reynolds for me. I know maybe not for you. But no, Ryan Reynolds... definitely not Ryan Reynolds. Okay, definitely but... Downey. Okay, Downey, sure. Yeah, Denzel, I... definitely. Yeah, but you didn't watch Hamlet. <laughs> I didn't watch Hamlet or Fences <laughs> yet. Say <laughs> that shit. <laughs> I got to um, see Fences still. Oh, see, don't talk shit. I'm being honest here. And I hate the Equalizer movies. <laughs> But he's a draw. God damn it! So no, you're 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 inflecting out or uh, Washington into a fucking like a genre or film that looks good for you. Okay, that's not that's not an actor. Draw. Okay, 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 okay. okay. So no. honestly, honestly, if Tom Cruise was in Hamlet, would you have seen it by now? Well, based on your, re- I I didn't no, watch it based on your review. Away from it, take that away from it. When it was announced, Tom Cruise doing Hamlet, and then you can even add on to the like the oh my god, this is the best movie of the year hype. You're you're gonna watch it, Peter, probably right? not. I've never seen Eyes Wide Shut or Rock of Ages. Oh my god, Tom Cruise isn't even doing it for you. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to figure out movies that are readily available to us. Yeah, that would are, we can watch whenever we want. On any given week, what actors? I'm thinking. No matter who, like what the movie is, who, what actors are going to make us watch those movies? I don't know if there. I honestly don't know if there is anyone anymore, because we have trust issues with everything. I I have them. I I have them. Denzel. Might have been at some point, but no, I tried to watch it. Well, maybe it is because I did try to watch Hamlet. Well, I was going to. You told me not. Well, you said you couldn't do the the dialogue, and I'm like, I agree with that. I probably wouldn't be able to do either. Fences. I I know. (laughs) (laughs) I I will watch it though. It's not like I'm not gonna. Denzel, Tom Cruise, fucking Ben Affleck. I'm I'm giving my list right now, I'm, and I'm I'm agreeing with your list so far. I keep going. Ryan Reynolds. No, I I disagree with your list right now. It used to be it used to be an easy one for me, and but it's no longer. Mark Wahlberg was one for me. Ooh. No longer doesn't work. No. Uh, um, Tom Hanks doesn't work anymore. I think he's just done too many boring shit that I kind of fell off of. Yeah, yeah. Um, who the fuck else is there? Well, down. Who- you didn't bring up Downey. Okay, Downey. Yes, because even when he wasn't doing Marvel, he that that uh, lawyer movie he did. The I Judge really, is good. I watched Doolittle. I didn't. See I Doolittle. saw Dude. I saw Due Date. Like I think Downey's my guy. It's Doolittle. I think Downey's my guy. That's oh. and anything he does is a draw. That's dude. Yeah, I th- and obviously Affleck. Yeah, it, listen, admit it. Yeah, which is weird because he's not like my favorite out of like the crop that I have. Absolutely, but but watch it. But his choices have been good. 
Most of them. Well, yeah. I mean, I love Tender Bar. I want to see him do shit like that. Now, the next Affleck movie that comes out. Oh, are you going to rethink it? We're going. Does we're it have to be the right genre? Does it have to be the right? Well, tr- no, because Tender Bar wasn't like. No. That genre is not like fucking. I'm saying after after Deep Water. <laughs> <laughs> like he was killing it with Argo and fucking. Oh fuck, Argo's amazing. Gone Girl in the Town. Come on, I mean, like he's got he's got it. All right, let's hold on. I'm going right to it. IMDb. Next movie, The Flash. No thanks. Oh, he's playing Batman though. Yeah, I, I don't mean, care. Ooh, Batman. he's got a movie coming out, Hypnotic. I wonder if it's about an improv show. <laughs> Read me the synopsis. Of Hypnotic? Yes. Okay. A detective investigates a, mis- a mystery involving his missing daughter and a secret government program. I'm going to, I'm going to see that. Oh, you know what I didn't see from the fleck? What's the one where he's like uh, – uh, he's like an eccentric um, – what was that movie? You have his IMDb page up. <laughs> um, I know. Sorry. Uh, well, I didn't see the last duel, the Damon. Oh fuck! I didn't see that either. All right. So I didn't see um, the accountant. I saw that. Okay. Did you see um, what is this? Uh, the way back. Yes, I saw that. You saw that, huh? Oh, the basketball movie. <laughs> oh, uh, I saw. Um, let's see. Let's see. Justice League, Live by Night, you saw, right? Uh, That's, he's like a gangster back in the day. It's like a period piece. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Live by Night, Suicide Squad, uh, Gone Girl, Runner, Runner. I I might, I think I've seen almost every movie he's been in except Uh, that, that newer one. So he, he's not, I don't, there's nobody, Pete, there's nobody that is a draw for me anymore. That's what I was saying. That's what I said. Well, except for Downey, I think. And I think it might be Ryan Reynolds right now for me. I'm not. I'm being. Ugh, that's terrible. That's terrible. I'm being very honest. What about? What about Daniel Day? I know he doesn't do a lot, but he's. Oh. He, a lot of people are going to come out of the woodwork to see his next. Oh wait, did you see Phantom Thread? I did, and I fucking hated it with a passion. So that's why I'm not. I don't care what he's ever in again. What about like a Radcliffe? He does some great shit. No, I, he would not be a thing that would make no. me feel. I thought you guys liked a lot of Radcliffe shit. I, I, I like it. Horns. Like, yeah, but he's not going to be a, a complete draw to me. To be honest with you. What about Timberlake? You love Ryan Reynolds. Timberlake's got to be there too. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I did watch. I think I've seen every Timberlake movie. Oh, my God. I don't think I've seen any. Oh, no. I've seen um, Facebook. The Facebook movie. Oh, yeah. Right. He was in that. All right. Let's 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 give our ratings. I'm depressed after this. This is a fucking – this is a two. This is maybe – this is a one. (laughs) I'm giving it two because I like the daughter. I like the daughter and Affleck relationship. Oh, fuck. That's why I'm giving it a two. This is a one. Fucking hate this movie. I forgot I watched one more movie. Let's oh. Get through it quick. I watched Dog. 
That's right. You told me about him. I was that... thinking about people that are that are fucking draws for me, and I was running through a whole bunch of fucking actors, and I was yeah. like, "Is Channing Tatum a draw for me?" And I'm like, "No. Wait a minute. I just watched the Channing Tatum. Wait movie. a minute. I jerked off the Magic Mike last week." <laughs> and he's got that movie he's got coming out with Sandra Bullock looks really good too. So I'm going to see that. Ooh, I'm passing anyway. hard on that. Okay, um, go ahead. I'll see that. I think Ryan Reynolds is in it. Um, <laughs> Channing Tatum is in Dog. Okay, two for me. Two for me. They're farmers. I thought two former <laughs> Army Rangers are paired against their will on the road trip of a lifetime. Briggs and Lulu race down the Pacific coast to get to a fellow soldier's funeral on time. So, Channing Tatum plays a um former uh, ranger that is kind of not allowed back in the army because he's had too many medical issues, whether it be concussions or whatever. I can't remember what the fuck it is. Uh, But he really wants to get back. He needs to be deployed. He wants to get back onto the team. And uh, Lulu is a dog of a uh, fellow ranger that died. Uh And uh, to get back on the team, the captain, sergeant, whoever the fuck it is, says that... uh, to win, a, to win our trust, to prove to us that you have what it takes to rejoin our Rangers team, you need to deliver this dog to um, Lulu's former owner's funeral um, because Lulu is a fucking handful. And if this goes off without a hitch, I will invite you back to the Rangers and everything will be uh, cool. So uh, Channing Tatum decides... To be, uh, you know, he he picks up the dog from the get-go. The dog is a complete asshole. Fucking hates everything to do with Channing Tatum. <laughs> That'd be he's me. Just, he's very, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, everything is everything is geared towards uh, PTSD here, right? Like, Channing Tatum is going through a lot of shit. This is a lot, this movie is a lot more serious than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Um, Channing Tatum can't deal, uh, like he has horrible fucking night terrors he can't sleep he has these like almost fucking um not like convulsions where he can't control himself and the dog is also triggered by very many things the dog did a lot of heroic missions and shit like that but um is very on edge when it comes to loud noises and shit like that and is very triggered so there's a lot of focus on that right and this is obviously by the filmmaker you can tell like this is very important to them and the message that they're trying to get across. But it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of shenanigans. And there's tons of them. Okay. Um, the dog fucking is always wanting to do something else and Channing Tatum does and he needs to sleep in a fucking hotel bed and so Channing Tatum does decides to try to be blind to get him into the fucking penthouse of a hotel and all that shenanigans. And there's a lot of silly shit here. Okay. But it really did surprise me on how serious they took this whole fucking like um, this this veteran fucking disability, basically, right? Of them trying to uh, understand that there's more to life than just being a fucking army ranger, right? Like that's what Channing Tatum is going through in the whole movie. Um, that's all he wants to do. But the movie is is built around the fact of trying to prove to him that it's not all there is in life and that his health, his mental health, his physical health is more important. 
So that was surprising to me. This is way better than I thought it was going to be. I was going into this like, I have nothing to watch. Let's just fucking do it. Um, but it ended up being a lot more serious and a lot more heartwarming. And I'm a dog guy. You're a dog guy, Pete. So, I mean, there's a lot of scenes here that fucking would really wrench your heart. Um, big time. I, I get it. You're never going to watch this. I, I'm not going to recommend it to you. I'm just saying that if you watch this, you would be a little bit surprised. Um, it's a little bit better than I thought. That said, no way, shape, or form is this an amazing film. This is a s- six and a half. Okay. Hey, six um... and a half. <laughs> what? No, I'm never going to watch this. I know. I, I got my uh, dog filled with Finch. Oh, Finch was amazing. But yeah, yeah. oh, that's a good comparison. Finch is better. Finch is, okay. is a much better film than this. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> because Channing Tatum is, is you know he's 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 a douchebag for the majority of the film, and he doesn't give a fuck about the dog, and that makes you hate him as the main character, and that doesn't work for a film hmm. where you're trying to give like almost a like a Turner t- Turner and Hooch type feel, right? Like a buddy fucking yeah, cop yeah, yeah. film, but. It, it, Channing Tatum being a douchebag doesn't work for most of the film. But the dog's amazing. I love him. Six and a half. Dog, that's it. Ten on ten. Channing, one on ten. <laughs> that's, that's the effort joke there. <laughs> that works. Absolutely works. All right. All right. People, that was, uh, that was a lot of fucking bullshit. Yeah. What's the best shit? What's the best shit you watched all week? TV Deep Water. Or... Deep Water? I mean, no. that's the most entertaining. My favorite thing I watched this week was uh, Severance. That was the best fucking thing. Nah, Severance is, yeah, that's a high bar right there. Yep. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. I mean, TV. I can't wait for uh, the next PDEM survey. I won't be around next week. I don't think you'll be around next I'm week. I'm out next week. All right, so maybe in a couple of weeks I'm going uh, to have some fucking solid PDEM surveys going. Well, but you should find out if anyone cares. No, I think it's going to be a big hit, and we're <laughs> going to have to fucking do it for the rest of our lives, our podcasting lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's on next week. Um, no idea. You and I are out. But um, it'll be amazing. I know that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I heard already. I heard some of it already. <laughs> All right. Let's get here. Let's do it. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the BingeCast on BingeMedia.net. To listen to the full binge, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash bingemedia. BingeMedia patrons will get access to the full binge. The BingeCast's four-hour show on a private RSS feed, and they'll get it a full 24 hours before it hits the public RSS feed. BingeMedia patrons also get other perks, so check us out at patreon.com slash bingemedia. Subscribe to the Binge Media Podcast Network at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, the full binge.